This is Sports. Welcome everybody to episode number five of This is Sports. <laughs> I, I can't believe it's episode five already. It's already episode five, gentlemen. I don't remember remember the second half of the last episode. <laughs> do you guys listen to the episodes? Yes, I do. I do? You do? Yes. I, I, I can't do it. Well, I have to. Do it, do it I, while I you drive. To, I have to edit it, so I have to listen oh, to shit. everything. That must, yeah. that must be fun. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm nice. scared to listen. <laughs> <laughs> you got to do it when you drive, though, because I, 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 I've been yeah. doing that shit. So. so as we do as every episode, we introduce ourselves real quickly for our new listeners to know who is who. And we'll start with the doctor. I think it's still Kramer's line. If these people want to know who we are, they need to go to the first fucking episode and listen. But what makes it better is the third episode, because I think we had a good introduction. Anyways, Mike Rob will go in the house. Episode five. Uh, same guy. Different day. And we call him the doctor. The doctor, I PhD. guess. PhD. ADD. Space Force. <laughs> <laughs> Space Force. <laughs> All right, next to him is the brain. <laughs> You're calling me the brain. You usually give the name. The brain. John Kramer, introduce yourself a little talk John about Kramer. Boom, boom, boom. And, you know, I just want to talk about. I'm John Kramer. I've got some smell issues today, but I'm sorry, guys. I've been like smelly. Uh, but you can gas. smell, right? You can I'm smell? No, I can smell. That's the problem. I keep smelling myself Ooh. today. Well, so I, can, I apologize. Well, but we, I'm John Kramer, and sometimes I have smell issues. Well, we can, <laughs> we can spray you with some Simple Green if you like. <laughs> Hose me down, lather me up. I got smell issues. That's what happens when you work around fertilizer a lot. <laughs> All right, and uh, we have the coach, Chris Shepard. Hmm. Yes, Chris Shepard here, the coach. But I might relinquish that title to you, Kazu, because I'm going to just spread the news right now. Kaz is one and zero in his coaching debut as the St. John's golf coach. So, but yeah, uh, glad to be here for episode number five. I can't believe it, but I'm the same person, same nice smile, ready for a good show. Smells great, and he does smell great. He smells like Philadelphia. <laughs> he's repping the big Sixers. Yeah, it's funny because last week you wore the Chiefs top. Now he's wearing 76ers and I'm still in my work clothes. So I need to keep a little wardrobe here and, and uh, have my team, uh, my team wardrobe here. I've moved on to a different team. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the captain of this ship. I'm Kaz. So, hey, welcome to This Is Sports. Umbe. All right, so... We always start off with the uh, the week, uh, you know, roundup, the catch-up. And so we usually start uh, in uh, clockwork, but today we're going to just go crazy and go random. So we're going to start with the coach. Oh, shit. Ooh. Doing for a God, he, I don't he, think he, he's ready. I was not ready. I was, like, thinking about a hundred different things to talk about. Um, you know, we were talking before we started recording a right. mm-hmm. um, lot of things I think to discuss some which Kramer 
does not want to talk about, but we got to hit it. Um, some hires in the NFL that maybe we want to talk about. Some non-hires that have that are causing some controversy. A fan mail question that I yeah. I'm ready to talk about if we get to it. Get uh, to this guy. Yeah, I don't know who yeah. that guy is. That's kind of a jerk. No, he's a nice guy. But yeah. So yeah, I'm ready to get going here. Let's. Uh, I really don't have anything specific. I just want to. I, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Dive deep. Dive deep into this Dive podcast. Deep. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. All right. All right. Well, is that your roundup? That's my roundup. Let's all go. Right. All right. <laughs> the Brain Kramer, what's your roundup? Well, I, which sport? I mean, I guess we're not jumping into any specific sport, but uh, my roundup is, is goat news. Goat. Mm. And uh, not the goat you're thinking of. I'm not ever thinking of Tom Brady. It's not him. Okay, good. He retired, whatever. The my goat that I want to talk about, it's in the quarterfinals of the Pipeline Masters. Pipe Masters, Kelly Slater, at 49 years old, has made it to the quarters with a chance to go to the final. And you want to talk about a a goat for a sport. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Brady's whatever. This guy's won, what, 11 world championships? Sorry, Brady. (laughs) You're seven. Don't meet up to it. And the, the endurance and the... Right. Physicality that you have to be to be a pro surfer and surf the waves like today at Pipeline, everybody. Turn it on. Go to WSL World Surf League. Look it up. Pipe Masters. It's running. It's the first time they've had the ladies uh, compete this year. So the ladies are also competing at the Pipe Masters. They're in their second or third round. But the men's uh, finished up today and they go to the quarters. And um, there was some – the waves were just – pumping today these guys are getting barreled through you know where are they they're at in north shore hawaii north shore oahu and uh oh hawaii couple nines scored big drops (laughs) big barrels spitting waves it's pretty cool to watch so uh i've been keeping up with that this week that's your roundup yep later All right, the doc. What's your roundup today? Oh man, so I think my roundup is more on the, uh, I think on the international side. I mean, however, it was a good weekend of volleyball. I, uh, you know, I enjoyed. I, I, I really, I usually don't watch uh, the semis or even the playoffs as as much. But um, just listening to uh, you guys talk just got me into it, and then special, especially I've been teleworking, so I got a chance to watch all the games live, right? Uh, but uh, I, I think for me, my more, more of my roundup is just uh, I've been caught on uh, social media with uh, international sports. Uh, so uh, if you guys uh, know about the Southeast Asian Games, so Southeast Asian Games is supposed to uh, was supposed to happen in uh, down in uh, Vietnam, Hanoi in November. So I, I think a little bit of more of my theme today is going to be more uh, related in the Philippine side because. For one, Philippines is going to open up, right, February 2nd. Ooh, I mean, yeah. Fe- uh, February 10th. Right. So that kind of opens up the doors again to my kind of like my network of uh, taking some teams down. Uh, what, what's, what, what caught my uh, attention with the roundup or the, is the, uh, is, is the uh, Philippine pro teams. They're, I don't know if you guys ever watched the pro teams in the PI, but they have maybe like a good 12 teams. And then, uh, so this this past weekend, they they generated a 20, 20 women man roster, 
to head down to the South Asian Games. So, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll throw you some names, but it's just probably all news to you guys. But the good thing is, is that uh, these some of these women that I, I watched, I kind of watched for the past four or five years every time I go down to the Philippines. Uh, should be a, uh, I think they're looking out to be uh, one of the favorites for uh, South Asian Games. For indoor. For indoor. For indoor. And then I know you guys are the ones that uh, tend more down to the beach games down uh, down in the Philippines. So, you know, if you guys have any input on that. So I got a former teammate of mine whose daughter or niece, I got to look it up, but she's playing for one of the Philippine teams, pro teams. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. He wants to go out and watch. So I say, oh, yeah, come through Guam, stay here for a couple of days, and maybe we'll all go watch. And then, you know, you know what's, what's good is the, the president, he's the one that kind of uh, – so every time we go out there, I, I just give him a call, and then uh, he hooks us up with uh, a free program and mm. go down and take the girls down there and watch. But so yeah, Damien Hardy, if you're listening to this podcast, stop in Guam before going to PI. <laughs> I want to give a shout out to a beach volleyball player. Go for it. It's his birthday today. The big five zero for Paul Baxter. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, Paul. Just kidding. In the Paul. states, it's a, it's on the first. Baxter. So. All right. Baxter's birthday. Man, cup legend. Is that, uh, is yeah, that's about it right that now. Yeah. It? All right. Cool. All right. So I got a couple of things, but first of all, I want to wish. Harriet, Leslie Shepard, who's one of our biggest listening fans. Oh, she's a birthday oh, girl. Hey, uh, happy birthday. So as we yeah. do traditionally here, we sing a little happy birthday to our listening fans. Ready? We do. We do. We do. Yeah, we do. We just started. Okay. <clears throat> we did one for uh, Dookie. Oh, yeah, we did. Do we sing the whole song? Just a quick one. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Happy birthday to you. Yeah, that, was a, right. that was a nice one, huh? That, that was, good. That was good. Maybe, you know, let's, let's charge some services for that. <laughs> yeah. I got right. your service right here. <laughs> so on top, of, uh, on top of Harriet Leslie Shepard's birthday, um, Tom Brady retires. So that's uh, great news for all us Raider fans. But here's some interesting twists to this, and I'll get to it in a second. So the Raiders also hire the new coach and GM, both Patriot blood. Uh, Josh McDaniels is the new coach. He was the offense uh, coordinator for the Patriots. And Dave Ziegler, who was, I think, personnel, um, uh, head of personnel for the Patriots, worked very closely with, with the organization, both of them. In fact, these two bozos, all right, now I can't, I, maybe I got to say nicer things because they're Raiders now. Yeah, yeah. They were college roommates. Yeah, they, they college roommates. I don't know, man. You ever, you ever, uh, remember the legend of Troy and the Trojan horse? This is Bill Belichick's like great plan of fucking destroying the Raiders. Anyway, we got the or what? Or or here it comes all right. You you know the all the talk about Aaron Rodgers being wooed by uh, uh, what's uh, their offensive coach um, over at the Packers. Well, what if this crazy fucking scenario happens? We've got two Patriot executives. Um, I want to call them executives, their coaches and uh, personnel. Um, they, between them, they've won six Super Bowls, six. And obviously, what was the common denominator? Tom Brady. Tom Brady retires as a buck because there's really nothing left in the bucks. So they've got 
uh, salary caps and all that crazy stuff. He says, okay, I'm just going to walk away for a year, take a break, you know, bang my wife, you know. You know. The place to be. And what does he do? He crosses the pond Ooh. back to the AFC, and he works with his fellow former Patriots, and he comes in front of the Raider Nation and says, it was a fumble. <laughs> what, what, okay, wait, that, this that goes one. into my mind. This is what comes into mind. I've already said last week, there's no way Aaron Rodgers is going to the Broncos right. because they're re- rebuilding or close to rebuilding. But what if he did? And then Brady's at the Raiders, and you got that Herbert at the Chargers, and you got Mahomes at the Chiefs. Wow. It would be that, that, wow. the, the AFC West would be freaking. You're feeling it? Nuts! <laughs> You're feeling football again? Well, I'd be more stressed out than I am in New York. I cannot handle that. Well, that can't happen. And, and I can see this happening. So, <laughs> well, here's here's the scenario, right? So, Car, car is, I couldn't handle it. I have a car is in his last year. A, yeah, Carr is in his last year. Yeah, he's in his last year. They won't. Re- sucks. They won't renew him. He's good enough, doesn't but suck. no, he doesn't suck. Okay. He's got Joker. all the records. He's got the all the records in the Raider, Raiders book. But fans and and non fans alike agree that he maybe just can't take him to the promised land. And then full yeah. circle, right? You've got Anakin Skywalker, right? Who who was <laughs> who's that? Anakin Skywalker, Star Wars, you know. I know who that is. But. Became Darth Vader. So Tom oh, okay. Brady, Anakin Skywalker. Uh, Tom became Brady's Darth Vader? Darth oh, Vader to the Raiders, uh, right? Uh, oh, but, oh, oh. But he comes back. And, uh, you know, the the guy that started the curse ends the curse. He becomes Ooh, a Raider. Look at you. You've been playing I like, a lot about I like this. This is like, yeah. this is great and for it, the networks. Yeah, and it, and it heals. It heals the wounds. Raider Nation can continue. So I'm going to make a bet here that when this podcast gets released, yeah. somebody, some dumb shit at ESPN is going to hear it, and they're going to pass it on to somebody, and we're going to hear about this on ESPN. As a rumor. Yep. You As watch. That's my prediction. That's cool. That'd be pretty amazing. How many people, how many dumbasses at ESPN are listening to our podcast? <laughs> I don't know. Why? Are we even allowed to say ESPN on here? Yeah. Is it trademark, copyright? Yeah, you can say anything you want. Even, you can say even I'm having a Taco Bell right now. Oh, <laughs> Product placement. Hey, I had something I wanted to ask you guys, and this is just going off the charts. We're um, fast uh, a topic, you know, because we ended up last week where we were all a little bit hungry on the way home. Yeah. And I had to make a decision. And off the top of your head, fast food, what's your go-to? It has to be a drive-thru. It can't be like you have to go in and get it. Wait. It's got to be a drive-thru fast food. What's your go-to? Here or any- Here on Guam. Oh, I'm a Wendy's guy. Uh, McDonald's, McDonald's for me. Linda's. <laughs> I know, I know. But I fucking pull over, bro. <laughs> I'm going Taco Bell. Yeah, Taco Bell's a very close second for me. It it really just depends on how I get home. See, you didn't you didn't you didn't ask the guy down south what time he gets home. <laughs> yeah, true, true. And does he have time to fucking deviate sorry, sorry, sorry. and go to McDonald's, which is not in his route, but Linda's or some some other place that is a, a bar that has a happy hour. True, true. Or a fundraiser, you know, like uh, oh, those are good. That's good too. That's good too. You but know, there's last there week it f- was like eleven o'clock when we left here. <laughs> no, it was it was like twelve. Yeah, it was uh, closer yeah. to twelve. Yeah, we 
the uh, our our audience only heard the two two hour, slightly two hour plus, but we were here for four hours. Yeah, but they didn't hear the after hour show. Right. Yeah. But speaking of after dark, let me let me segue to this. Woo, what a bridge! So last <laughs> last uh, the, our last episode breached nine hundred and fifty listeners. Oh, whoa! Is that a record for us? Uh, it is the second best. Our first episode is now at twelve hundred. Uh, wow, twelve hundred listenership. Well, well, hold up, baby, hold up. <laughs> and I, and I think people were just catching up, you know, because they got to listen to it, right? It's not yeah. like a radio show which is like half an hour. They got to really commit to two hours or an hour. <laughs> so people do like to listen to this shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, which, really? Don't and, call it shit. I'm sorry. We're great. You can't really. Come. But I, I would think people listen more to podcasts than actually when you're live. Oh, I believe they listen to podcasts. I'm just talking about this podcast. They can listen to it at their own leisure. Right? It's true. Right. What you looking for? I'm looking for the crowd. Oh shit, my bad. Oh, it's hidden behind the Taco Bell. <laughs> Another product. The Burger King crown. <laughs> Nobody said Burger King. Yeah, yeah no, Burger King. Hey. That's a, like an occasional lunch. In and out, baby. Well, I mean, if we were no, there. That's why I said it's a local or wherever. Well, then, okay. We're going out. backwards well, or, now, sorry. Or, or uh, what's the chicken place? Chick-fil-A. I would, I would, but, if we're going stateside, I'm in, I'm in, I'm, I'm in and out too. I'm in sorry, and out, man. In and out first. Yeah. The, the reason I brought up the listenership is because we have, uh, we have a fan mail question. We do. John Nettles out of uh, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Atlanta. Do who we're worldwide, know there? people. We're worldwide. He asks, "What, coach?" Oh, you're asking me what the question was? I yeah. think so. I don't have it in front of me, but I think the question was. Which team is the most overrated? And he gave us three choices. Mm-hmm. So his choices were the North Carolina Tar Heels, and I'm assuming the basketball team on this one. Right. Los Angeles Dodgers. The baseball team. The baseball team, for yep. those that don't know. And I think his third choice, I'd have to look it up, but I think his third choice was the Kansas City Chiefs. So. Oh, the guys that lost last week? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm I got an answer to him. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Go ahead. North Carolina's not even. Said, Fuck you. North Carolina's <laughs> not even rated this year. So how can they be so overrated think, when they're not even rated? I'm gonna. I'll answer that. So I think his point is with that, and I will agree with him on this. North Carolina, the last few years in the preseason polls, have been rated as high as eight, nine, and they're really they're not that good. But they come along at the end. So this year was another thing where they were ranked, I think they were ranked maybe 10 in the preseason poll, somewhere around there. And sure enough, they lost a few games, and now they're not ranked. But I was just looking up. They're 8-3 and three in the ACC, 16-5 and five overall. They're right there. They're like, to me, they're one of the top 25 teams. But I don't think they're the most overrated team. I got a team that I think is the most overrated. You're talking about college. Uh, anything. Okay. And I'm not talking about, yeah. I was tempted to say you're Dodgers, but I didn't want to make you mad. <laughs> They're not overrated, but yeah. yeah well, but yeah. to me, and I'm not saying this because I'm a Philadelphia Eagle fan, mm-hmm. but I think the Dallas Cowboys are the most overhyped, overrated team in the last eight years because they at least everybody talks about how this is the year they're going to win the Super Bowl. This is the year they're going to do it. They got everybody they need, and push come to shove, they have not won one freaking playoff game right. in forever. So Wasn't they are the most overrated 
team out there. Well, I was reading that but uh, Burroughs was, he's won more games than, yeah. than the Cowboys Some, yeah. in Somebody playoffs. put a stat up, right? Yeah. Something like six, right? Yeah, exactly. Since somebody's been there, time frame or something like that. I saw that today. That's my overrated team. I think it's a good question, but I think his yeah. choices were wrong. Sure. Yeah, I mean, the Dodgers, how are they overrated? Can't be. They, 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 well, they're in contention every year. One. Yeah, but they're in no, contention. No, when you're they, in they contention and you have that many players series? and on. you make it to the NLCS and you're in the World Series how many times in recent years, you're not overrated. You should be rated high. Just like the Chiefs. You've been to four AFC championships. You won two. That's, you're not overrated. Everybody, you should be rated high. You right. don't win it every time, but it doesn't I mean, mean I really not. hope the Chiefs trend stops because they won the Super Bowl. Then they lost in the Super Bowl. Now they right. lost in the AFC Championship. I hope that's fading. not a trend. We're fading. Yeah, I hope that changes for you because I care about you. I care about your health. Now this brings me to a topic, if, if you don't mind me segueing into it, is, yeah. is um, my, my experience over the weekend on Monday <laughs> watching the games. First of all, I'll say this about the Chiefs game and um, I can, the Niners too. Uh, both teams had their chances to do better. To win, yeah. the Chiefs failed. I think at the end of the first half, and they failed at the end of regulation at yeah. the five-yard line, not getting it in. And there's reasons for that. And my big take on the game for me as a fan, I know everybody's pointing at Patty Mahomes, but I think he was the end of the half one is on him because he he took blame. He said, "I was supposed to throw it over the middle, and I didn't." Okay, fine. The end of the game in the second half. I put it on the the play calling when you rushing when you're rushing in the first half 5.6 yards per carry and then in this over 100 yards in the first half on the ground and then the second half you just go away from the run after a couple guys get stuffed early that that just makes no sense when you have the lead they had you want to eat clock you want to run the ball that takes pressure off the QB and I think I think that was their Especially with a lead. Especially with a lead. With a lead. I think that was their mistake, and it's old school. That's old school thinking. That's whatever. But I think they needed to stick with the run. Maybe. And I think they should fire. I think they should fire. Andy Reid, Bianami, Spagnolia, Mahomes, Kelsey, Tyreek Hill. We need a rebuild, and maybe we can get Aaron Rodgers in there. Start from scratch. Or Brady out of retirement. Yeah. I was about to say you know, brain till that comment right there. <laughs> uh, I want to get rid of them all because I don't think they have a chance the, next year. The, the gambler. He's the gambler now. What was the life of Happy Gilmore? Nice shot. Jackass. <laughs> okay. Here, here's, but here's where I'm going with this. So the games were, you know, exciting games. Both of them exciting games. I went over to a friend's house. Uh-oh. My friend is a Ram fan. Ooh. Another gentleman that came to the game, known him for a long time, considers me a friend, right. says, says we're friends. He's a Ram fan. This is There's another... This is getting personal. It's going to get personal. But I'm not giving any names. I, I already know one of them. I think I can get ice right. Another one's, yeah. another one's a Ram fan. Minutes. I'll get it. It's going to be a two-hour show. <laughs> <laughs> another one's a Ram fan. So there's two Ram fans. One's the host. And the third other guy there is a, God bless him, a Texans fan. So, I mean, he's, he's not even got anybody in the... No the, skin in the game. No skin in the game. Stay so, so the first game... Um, we're watching, and before the game, you know, two of them had said, "Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna pull with you for the Chiefs. We'll we'll go Chiefs with you." And I, it doesn't matter if they aren't or they are. 
either way. But you invited me over to come, right? So I knew the host guy wasn't going to, like, invite me over and then just to kind of, like, get in my face about the other team. And the, the other guy, the, one, the other Ram fan said, I'm going to go for the Bengals just because, you know, Rams, they don't have any beef with the Bengals. Um, it's not like the, it's not like cause if cause is there and I know cause hates the chiefs cause he's a yeah, Raider fan, right. then yeah, root against the chiefs. That's fine. But the, so this person says, I'm going to go for the Bengals just because I don't want to have to play them in the Super Bowl. I don't want the Rams to have to play the chiefs in yeah, the Super Bowl. Them being the chiefs. So as the game goes, he's like mad in the first half and he's a little bit vocal, but not that vocal. As the second half starts going, even before the Bengals started coming back, he starts getting very vocal, yelling, come on, pick, you know, just getting like fired up, loudest right, guy in the room, right, fired right. up. I'm not going back at it with him. I'm just keeping my cool going, you know, that's all right. But it just kind of, and the other guy that was the Texans fan, he kind of was cheering for the other team a little bit because he wanted, you could tell, he just wanted a good game. He wasn't right. really like overbearingly, he was cheering for a good game. He wanted the gap to be narrowed. And he wanted it to be a good game. game. He wanted the good game. So I've been in these situations before. Right. With these Ram fans before, even when their team was losing in a Super Bowl even or other <laughs> games. And, well. and I've... Even though I might have wanted the other team a little bit or whatever, I've always been cool. Cordial. I, cordial. I might yell right. out a little like, all right, right on. I want a good game. and be, But I don't go screaming and yelling at the TV, yelling at you, pointing fingers, getting all fired up. When it's a team that you've never had any interest in until that day. Right. So I don't know. Am I wrong or am I, am I just being an angry fan that lost and I should just shut up. I should probably just shut up. No. But I just kind of think it was a little bit, it just put me off a little bit. So, it made me see who my real friends are. Because if you're my friend, like you said, you care about how I'm going to feel. Yeah, absolutely. I was concerned about you after. So here's my take on that. I know who the one friend is. <laughs> Can I have some ice too yeah. while you're at it? So, We're still on this topic. I know who the one friend is. But I, know, I don't know who the other one is that did the uh, yelling. But I, I'm going to say, you know, I get your point. It'd be like me. So if I'm going to bring up the Dallas Cowboys again, if they make the Super Bowl, you can make damn sure I'm voting for the other team just because I hate Dallas because I'm an Eagles fan. It's I get that. It's I get rival. it. I totally get that. But if I have no skin in the game, so like this, this playoff, this Super Bowl coming up yeah. with the Rams and the Bengals, I really don't care who wins that game. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna make a prediction now. I think it's too early to do that. But I think in episode six, maybe I might make a prediction. But um, yeah, I don't. I'm not gonna go and root hard against. I just want to. And if you game. believe in your team, you don't care who they play in the Super yeah. Bowl. You want to get in the Super Bowl and you want to beat them. So, oops, excuse me. <laughs> I had, I had relinquished myself that since I was going there and there was going to be Ram fans, I was going to be nice and kind of pulling Raiders a little bit, but I was going to pull for the Rams. So he started going, he started saying, you're going to go 49ers now. And I go, no, I'm not. So the next game, I didn't really. I'm surprised you watched because the last text you got was, man, 
I don't even feel like watching. Was, I'm I'm draw I'm jumping off a cliff now. Yeah, because no. <laughs> I, I, I was trying to call you in the side just to make sure everything is okay. But yeah. So oh, and then afterwards he said he starts saying after they lost and he could see I was kind of bummed. I, I wasn't crying, but I was, sure? I was I was close. I needed some quiet time. I had to go outside by myself and get some quiet time. This then, wasn't the game that you cried though. Because they, it was a competitive, yeah, so, very yeah. close game. So, yeah. I, it's not like I, they got blown Shep, out. Shep knows I'll say or this. They Shep knows my answer. Well, that's my fucking answer sports, is, man. Is, that's my the answer of is, yeah, exactly that. We suffered in Kansas City for 50 years between the Super Bowl. Right. If we've been to four AFC championships, made a Super Bowl one twice. twice and won one in the last five years, four years, I, how can I complain? How can I complain? There's teams that have never been to a Super Bowl, never won a Super Bowl. How can I complain at this point? If it's been a long drought, I can complain. I'm, so I'm, I'm bummed, but I'm not. And then he has the gall to turn and say, hey, man, I'm really sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. For you. I'm sorry. And I, I, I wish I hadn't, you know, and just starts getting all feeling like he's really feeling bad. You're not feeling bad. Bad? You wouldn't have done it in the first place maybe, if you're my. Maybe he really was. thought that his cheering for the Bengals pushed him over the edge. He thought, he He's got that power. Yeah, like God, if I just would have voted for the Chiefs, they would have won. And I don't hate the guy. I don't hate the player. I don't know who that is. I know who the first guy. I just, I just, it's a little. You can tell me. It's edge of etiquette. Man, I you think. know what? I, I, I can't wait to listen to the part that I miss. Yeah, because I don't know what fucking clue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, man. You might get some ice cubes, uh, uh, not ice. Yeah. Ice cubes. Like, ice cubes. It's like this. It's like you, they, they fucked you over, Par. That's what they did. Just they, didn't, it just didn't feel right. Over. And, and so the, my point is, is so I'm watching the next game with there, you guys. There, there, there's some, right? There's some, you know, respect, right? Some yeah. respect level. Yeah. When, like, especially if you grew up there and that's your hometown. Uh, right. So like game, when we watch the Eagles game. Oh, we, we, house, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah, cried. We, I'm not we, even we supported your crying. Yeah, we, when we won, I cried. Yeah, I yeah. My dad, we were in tears together. We and you know, so we didn't, we didn't really laugh. Did you, you know? Did you sing the "We Are the World"? No, I sang the "We uh, Are the Fly Eagles Fly." Yes, he sang "Fly, fly Eagles Fly." victory. But I'm not gonna. I'm not making a prediction for the Super Bowl. But I'll tell you this. I'm gonna tell you this. It's not. Doesn't. It was not my prediction. But I hope the fucking Cincinnati. Bungles kick the lamb's ass just so that your wish about, oh, I hope we don't have to play the Chiefs. Well, I hope Cincinnati kicks your ass now, bro. That's all I got to say. And that's total bitterness. Peace. Peace out. That Dookie and Harriet might be involved for the Super Bowl. Oh. So we might have to get Dookie to join us. We'll have to get Dookie here in the studio. Yeah, wherever we watch it. Yeah, whatever we do. Okay. Okay. So, to wrap up our fan mail, John Nettles. Goddamn John Nettles. Yeah. Uh, no, so we talk about the Chiefs, we talk about North Carolina. Let's get to the Dodgers, okay? <laughs> Formed in 1958. That's a long time ago. In Brooklyn, right? We are the baseball team that brought Jackie Robinson. You know who that is? No. <laughs> of course we know. Yes. He was the first African American player, but he not necessarily should have been, but he was. Yes. And well, I respect we, him. We broke the Negro League issue with bringing in an African American black baseball player into the major league. A great one. And it was a great one. So, not just right there, not overrated, but let's just look at stats, okay? 
Seven World going Series. Going to the numbers, folks. Seven World Series. And, you know, we always we always hear about championships of old teams. But, what were they from, 1950? Uh, 50, 58. Okay. So, we always hear about... World Series and how many banners and championships, but like that was 30 years ago. Our recent one was 2020. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Not overrated. All right. Still good. National League pennants, we've won 24. AA wow. pennants, one. West, Western Division titles, 19. And here's, here's something that I'm proud of most. Wild card, wild card births, three with the most recent 2021. So we're relevant. Like these numbers are not like 1960. I'm pretty impressed by the National League pennant. Yes, that's why I agree. I think the Cowboys are definitely more well, overrated. In baseball, you can say the Yankees. What have the Yankees done recently? And they get put up on that pedestal every year. Another overrated is, oh God, I'm gonna get killed for this. I wouldn't call it overrated, but he gets so much airtime for doing not so much so recently. Tiger Woods, every single thing he does is just like, and he's done great in the past. I agree. I agree. But like, he plays in tournaments and you know he's not going to win. He's all, but they're only watching Tiger. So let's, feel about let's, the other. Let's be honest. The question is a great question, but the choices are because John knows us and he was just trying he's to get out of us. I know. He, he did. John, he did. He got fired up. I want to say, John, Good job, John. the cigars you gave me were wonderful. Thank you. All right, John Nettles. Anyway. John Nettles. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we threw his name out. Now he's out there forever. My man. All right. My so man. He didn't pick a team to get under your skin. That's the thing. Oh, Mike is secret. He like he just he's incognito. He just kind of flies under the radar. <laughs> you never know who he's cheering for. Hey, I'm a gambler too, bro. So you know, You're gambling man. Fuck yeah. So our picks didn't match. For this past weekend? Yeah. I was so, one and two. You're one and two? Yeah. Now? I was zero. zero no. Two. You're no, I picked the Chiefs and I picked the Niners. Oh, yeah. You're old. I was zero and two. Yeah. So my... my uh, Were you one, two and two? Remember my brother-in-law? Yeah. Joey, now? Remember after both games won? What did he text? I'll have to look it up. He said, told you. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, well, I think he was one and one because he picked the Chiefs and that... Uh, this is Mike. Uh he picked the Chiefs and the Rams. Yeah. And oh, he did Chiefs. He did do the Chiefs. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Chiefs right, Chiefs, Rams, Chiefs, Rams. I think so, I'll fuck that up because I was pretty fucked up well, anyway. So. Well, I, I, I only had like three Sprites and two Cokes that <laughs> night. It was a cigar that did you in. You're not a cigar guy. Yeah. Well, well, let's, well, let's, let's, this is a perfect time to get into the NFL. We didn't talk, I mean, you talked about the Chiefs. Sorry. We didn't talk about the NFL. Bengals beat the Chiefs 27-24. In this group, anyway, our prediction was, I think, 50%, right? I think uh, you had picked Chiefs. Yes. Uh, coach, coach had picked Chiefs. The Brain picked Chiefs. We all picked Chiefs, actually. I don't think anybody picked the Bengals I to wear the yeah. Chiefs shirt. It was yeah, hard I remember now. Them. It's coming back to me. We were all supportive of you, <laughs> right. Par. See? But we were all see? supportive. But you're my friends. Yeah, yes. We're your friends. But what was, what was interesting friends was Friends can't have other teams. That's so. right. What was interesting was the split with the Niners-Ram prediction. The Rams, who had not beaten the, the Niners, and I think Coach... Coach Shep gets the uh, the the kudos here. He gets a nod. He says, "I just can't believe a professional team will lose three times in a row." And he was right because the Rams pull it off with a field goal. And this is like the story of the the NFL playoffs. The field goals have 
pretty much dominated uh, the topic of who wins on these close, close. I mean, if you're a football fan, these are great games. So I got two. So my two takes on that are one, just in general, the previous round and then this round have been great close contests. The NFL could not have asked for anything better to generate interest and revenue and whatnot. They got exactly what they wanted. They got close games that came down to the wire and everybody is into it. Either fo- either watching it live, watching it on TV, or following on a computer or mobile device. Everybody's yeah. tuned into that. And then the other thing about the Rams and Niners game, and God, I can't help but feel, and I God, I don't have the guy's name at the time ahead. That one guy that missed that interception for the Niners that was right uh, there in uh, his yeah. hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was there. God, yeah. he yeah. just and, and it's off. never one play. They're like, saying it's just right at his chest. I mean, it could it, not it, have it, been it, any it, better. It, it, I mean, Kramer could have caught that ball. That's I, how good it was. I, it, it was like a punt. He kind of took his hands off. No, he, it, it was just it's like a launch, and it's like I think I think even the announcer said, "Wow." He, he called interception before it even happened. He goes, oh, this ball is going to be intercepted. Oh, no, shit, he dropped looked, it. Uh, in football terms, the is like, yeah, I mean, he threw that ball right in your numbers, right in your yeah, chest. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, should be able right to catch there. that shit. Yeah, and then Jimmy G being Jimmy G at the end and, like, getting desperate. Why not – take the sack or throw the ball away. Because it's oh, third down. Man. It was third down. Yeah. He's going to have a fourth yeah. down. Yeah. But instead, yeah. you do the yeah. backhand. You're not looking yeah. through it, flip into yeah. the air. Yeah. That was ridiculous. That was Jimmy. Well, Jimmy G's on his way out, apparently. He said goodbye today to the Niners. Oh, oh, yeah, where's he, he was... going to go? He's going to go to the Raiders, probably. No, I think he's going to go. He's going to go to the... Uh... Where do you think he's going to go? Uh, that's a good question. He might go Tampa Bay. Really? Follow the goat where he was backup for all those years? Wow. Irony, but it might go. He could. That that's not a bad call. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, ESPN should be listening to me. Yeah, they should be. (laughs) We yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll save ESPN for so while we're on the NFL topic, uh, the big news was Brian Flores lawsuit against NFL saying, "Hey." What the fuck? It is pretty big. Um, you know, he's he's claiming racism based on uh, the fact that he didn't get chosen as a head coach. Uh, is totally qualified. Lots of people qualified, but he chose to sue the NFL for based on the color of his skin. So let's talk about that a little bit. This, this is a big. This is a, this? this is like a sensitive issue. This yeah, is like well, very I, sensitive. I, I want to go like as like, like thin ice. I know, but let's. Well, we'll we'll dig we'll dig God, deep. You're really putting us in the we hot will, box, we bro. Will dig deep. Yeah, we will dig deep yeah. on this a little bit more. But W-D's. this is just an NFL roundup. So <laughs> let's just spend no more than a minute each on it. Okay. Gotta run a clock. Uh, you, you know what? We gotta bring a clock next time. So you got the clock, yeah, right? It stops like the the. And that's it. Yeah, that's, that's it. Right? So, that's it. Oh shit, we gotta get more ideas. Coach, you're the closest to coaching. So let's let's start with you with wow. this whole topic with Brian Flores. Okay. This is a very sensitive and tough topic to talk about because number one, Brian Flores is a more than qualified, great coach. No questions asked. I think the problem with this whole scenario is the policy of mandating that NFL teams have to interview minority people for head coaches. I think it puts a a cloud over the hiring process. And I think the big issue, and I, I haven't read too much about it, but I think the big issue about this is that Belichick had 
texted Flores saying, hey, I'm glad you got hired. And then it turned out that it wasn't the case that they hired uh, Dable or whatever his name is, the other guy's name. Same first name, Brian Brian. But And so the appearance is that the New York Giants just said, you know what, we need, in order to fulfill this mandate, we have to interview minority people. Let's interview Brian Flores, which is wrong. It's wrong. It's totally wrong. But the, the problem, to me, the problem is that mandate. Right. The, there is no doubt. I think Brian Flores got screwed out of Miami. He should, he should not have been fired. He should be the coach of the Miami Dolphins. He's a good coach, deserves to be coaching the Miami Dolphins. Should yeah. he be coaching somewhere else? Maybe. But that's up to the teams to hire them based on what they want. And right. I just don't think – and again, this is – I'm going to get reamed for saying this. In this day and age, I just don't think teams hire people based on the color of their skin. I think they just interview – they know who they want. They know what they're trying to do. And they hire people based on what they think they can get out of that person. Right. So it's a tough situation, but that's my take on it. Good. The doctor, you're also a coach. What do you think about the racism? <laughs> He's uh, reading right now. I'll go. Yeah, I'll go. Right. Good, good. Uh, yeah, not, not just catching up, but go ahead, Kramer. My, my take on it, out of the story, what I take out of the story, and since I only got a minute, and you guys know I'll talk forever. Keep it in a minute. My take on the story is, is the part of the story about Miami asking him to tank in his first year as the head coach, he wants them to tank, and they somewhat do. They kind of suck. They wanted him to get one of the quarterbacks, and he gets two up. Yeah. yeah, and then they th- – not this year, but the year before. Yeah. This year they had a shitty start, and then they did great. The year before, they wanted him to tank because they wanted a good quarterback, and he kind of did. He kind of didn't. They had a meeting with a prominent college quarterback on some yacht, and he didn't go. And he blew. He he walked out on it before meeting the quarterback. And so he's trying to build this case of him being respectful. I just think it's funny that you know we see that shit in movies that, like you know, where the coach is telling them you got to tank because we need to get this or do that or we're trying to sell the team, all that that you see in all those those sports movies. And so that sounds like that's exactly what, yeah, it's like what happened. That was that's crazy that that happened. Um, and I kind of believe that maybe the, the Miami owners, I think, kind of out there. I hope he doesn't hear this. That I said that about him. I think he's kind of out there, and he probably would have told him to do that. I I just think that that was an interesting part of the story to me is that the owner actually asked the coach to tank. And uh, he he refused, and then he got pushed out of there the next year because he refused to tank the year before. All right. <laughs> hey, so that's the beauty about this. I I, I kind of heard it, so I pulled it up real quick, right? So I, I was kind of thinking, or I was trying to figure out what what was the big issue. So again, just for maybe. Some uh, listeners, they don't know what what was happening, right? Uh, I guess the head coach, Brian Flores, is suing NFL and three of its teams, Broncos, Dolphins, and Giants, for alleging a pattern of racist hiring practices by the league and racial discrimination. Then it threw me back up to this uh, one quick uh, article, right, uh, with Bill Belichick. Uh, what did he say to Brian Flores, right? And, so, and then Belichick texted Flores, sounds like, you have landed. Congrats. Flores asked Belichick if the Patriots coach knew something he didn't. And Belichick responded by saying that he heard from Buffalo 
and New York that you are their guy. So for me, in my, in my perspective right there, um, man, it, 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 it may be from a different point of view. It may sound racist to you, but on, on, on my end and, and what I kind of know is, you know, sometimes gambling, man. That shit, that, that's gambling. With the, gambling a lot. With, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Gambling kind of directs the big dogs, and sometimes money pays a pays a big price, and it, it doesn't really have to deal with with uh, racism. That and, and this is just me, right? So I, I mean, I can tell fucking Kramer, Kramer, you know, hey, can you just th- shave a few points? Let me just drop you a few million. You know, and then, but uh, what can we do, right? And now I'm sounding like my the elders, right, where they start to uh, assume. So I, I want to base everything off fucking, this is more than just racism. It's, 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 it's money behind fucking the, the scenes right now. And I will bite off of that, as we said lots of times in the last episode, Here's, a th- here's my two cents on this whole Flores deal. Uh, is there racism in any any part of business? I'm sure there's plenty of racism here and there. But in this particular case, I don't think that was the case. And I think he was ill-advised by his attorneys. When you're doing this multi-million dollar high-profile legal case, you get a bunch of lawyers first. And you got a bunch of lawyers... I'm going to mute you, uh, Kramer, because you're eating some Taco Bell. <laughs> it's okay. Um, you got a bunch of lawyers saying, hey, let's go the racism route because, you know, right now the U.S. is so divided with race and so forth. But the truth is this. Money is always the predominant thing in a capitalist society, and NFL teams aren't going to say no to a head coach that can get them wins, get them money. Right. And at the end of the day, here's what I think has happened. Um, I think that the fact that Miami might have gotten real, obviously got dirty. They told the coach to fucking, you know, tank the uh, tank the team to get better things. He refused because he's a principled coach. I'm not saying that he's he's a he's a bad guy in the scenario. And, but Miami team owners went around and said, hey, you can't count on this guy because he won't go along with the program. And, 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 you know, sometimes you have to look at the history of Miami. That's where everything flows through in the beginning, man. But you know what? This, uh, this, this has a... Well, hey, this has a good connection to our last episode's discussion about program versus team. And, uh, you know, the, the owner, the owner said, yeah, the owner said, Hey, tank it. It's good for the program. It's good for our, it's good for our team. Long-term. We want good quarterbacks. We want good players. We want to get on the bottom. But the coach looked at his players and said, nah, not going to do that. And so there's, you know, the word got out to owners saying this coach is a maverick. He's a, he's, he's a rebel. He's not hireable. He can't control him. He's a, He's fucking crazy. And I think that's more true than he's black or he's a minority. Don't hire him. Because Can I interrupt real quick and ask you something? Just how would you how would you tank a game with professional 
fucking athletes. Well, he's in charge of the play calling and the so, so you you know, but you can you think you get called out on that if yeah, you're like doing I mean, yeah. stupid you, you shit calls. You're right. You got fucking no. pro athletes, right? It's so slow crawl now. So now uh, now I'm thinking there's more people involved now, right? It's a slow crawl. Yeah, you 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 call timeouts when they're not needed. Okay. Uh, you you make some you override calls, and this is where I, you're the Chargers coach, and you go for it on every fourth down. Yeah, you you take unnecessary risks. You take unnecessary risk. You don't you don't challenge calls. <laughs> he's not calls. trying to tank. Yeah. He's just stupid. Yeah, you don't you don't try to you don't challenge calls, and you can you can tell you can tell through the season when the quarterback is calling audible a lot. Because he's he is superseding the coach's decisions as he is allowed to do. I mean, you know, because you're in a professional yeah. environment, right? I mean, fuck, somebody's gonna call me out. Some guy that started from the bottom up to the top and see something. I mean, I'm just yeah. So the the only disappointment with 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 this lawsuit is that he brought in race. I wish he would have just said. Wrongful termination. Yeah, fuck that. They asked me to tank. I didn't want to. And I think he has much. He has such, uh, so much better, stronger case of that than bringing in the race. Because the race was so easy. It's too easy. It's low-hanging fruit. Fuck your touch. Does this mean, does this mean when Eric Bieniemy doesn't get a, a job Charlie this Brown. year, he's going to jump on it? He hasn't jumped. How many years has Eric Bieniemy right. been rumored to be getting a job? And he doesn't. Do a lawsuit every time after he doesn't no, get, a job. get a job. We talked about this before. He's going to get a job when it's Patrick Mahomes' <laughs> final yeah. year. Eight more years. I'm just saying. Eight more years. Yeah. If can that was my seven. point about the Denver. That was my point Shit. about the Denver coach. That guy got hired because he might bring Aaron Rodgers. If Patrick Mahomes was a free agent coming to be, I'll put yeah. the money in my wallet, which is five bucks. I think what hurts the enemy is. I think what hurts the enemy is coaches like the one that went to the Bears from the Chiefs, Chiefs Nagy. He was under the Chiefs. Went to the Bears. They sucked. And then there's another. There's a couple others out there that like went out, and then they didn't do so good. And it's the same thing for these Belichick prodigals that are going to your to the Raiders. You know, these guys they have these great head coaches, and they do so good. And then when they go out, they're not quite the same guy. McDaniels. I'm not, I'm not sold on McDaniels at all. He knows who he is yet. Because that was his big thing in Denver. He was trying to be too much like whoever. Right. And I don't think he's outgrowing that. I think well, he's still. The articles have all said, oh, he's learned from the past, blah, blah, blah. But I still think the Raiders hey, should have stuck with the interim an guy. Out there, guys. Don't, don't fuck with it unless you put your own article out there. Here's I'm the just thing. throwing that out right now. You need to be published. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my gripe about here's my gripe about the Raiders. All right. The Raiders have no problem with money. They've got billions of dollars, access to more billions of dollars, and here we are taking chances with an offensive, you know, offense coordinator, uh a um a personnel uh director, and I'm thinking, why aren't we going after the big dogs, right? Oh, you're like that. Like why we Who's have a big dog? Well, then that gets you the guy that was in Jacksonville. That gets you somebody like that. No, I'm like, let's okay. Who's who's our big rival? The Chiefs. Let's get Andy Reid. 
Oh, that's, that's just not. You're not going to take a coach. Unrealistic. I mean, I what, we know. were talking about this earlier. Money How many talks, coaches, brother. Coaches jump around. We were talk, Andy Reid's been in Kansas City for quite a while now. And before that, he was in Philly for a long time. Yeah, and, he's and rare. Belichick's been in his he's job for rare. a long time. And the Raiders coaches, I mean, the, the Steelers coach has been there for a long time. How many other coaches have been there that not long? I don't the tenure for coaches. My is point like, is, ooh, my point is, is, if you are, hard. if you are an iconic NFL team, you don't go with some beginner or some guy that failed already in Denver. No, you go for the big fucking thing. So I'm not. No, I'm talking the Raiders. Yeah. So should have gone for Steve Marucci. Raiders, Oakland Raiders, Las Vegas, Los Angeles Raiders. Which Raiders are you talking about? They should have gone for Steve Marucci. We're the fucking John Madden. We're the John Madden. Yeah, we are. We are the fucking Raiders. Now, speaking of NFL and bandwagon fans. Oh, oh God, bandwagon fans. Hold on, before you do that. Yeah. I got a text from somebody that listens to our podcast. So I'm going to throw it out here. We don't have to talk about it now. Well, let's do it. No, no, no. Because this has to do with Super Bowl stuff. So he says, tell Mike, Kaz, Kramer, you, and me, we'll throw in $200 each and put a grand on Rams to win the Super Bowl. Rams home stadium, same as the Bucks last year. Do we have to give the four points? I am in. So. Fucking in. That's from Fred Peters. Oh, Fred Peters. Yeah, right. big old Fred. So we're big country. 200 each. Two, four, six, eight. His I, Twitter's 1,000. Throwing 1,000. I'm in. What are the odds? What? How much will we win? Odds. Well, it's let's save it for later. Let's save it for later. Let's go to the bandwagon thing. I'm just throwing it out there because we're going to get sidetracked by this. But that's from Fred Peters. He wants to put a, each of us drop 200. We should do Fuck yeah. We should do a whole Fucking Fred Peters. Listen to the podcast and wanted to get a shout out for gambling. I'm in. Fred, I support you and St. John's. Did we get? Oh, shit, my bad. Did we get Timmy? Did we get Timmy on the line? I've been trying to call Timmy. All right, so go to your bandwagon. What was your point about bandwagon? Okay, I want to so, get on that. So I'm on a chat group on uh, WhatsApp, and there's this big deal about. Well, no, I got a couple, but the one that's the one that is uh, very active. We're talking about uh, bandwagon fans and stuff. So I think this might be a really good time to introduce a new segment in our show. Oh, shit. Okay. And this new segment is Random Podcast Phone Calls. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that one, bro. Holy. Oh, yeah. We did it last week. It worked right out now. well. I'm going to call one right now. And so what we're going to do is start with the doctor... And he's going to make a random phone call and ask a random sports question. And let's see if what response we get. And while you're dialing it, we'll, uh, we'll kind of just fill some space here. Dun, 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 dun. Well, no, you just start calling now. Oh, shit. Yeah. I, I, I'm, okay, I'm, I'm, you know what? What's even better? Fuck this. Since it's it's technology, right. I, I got mine. I got mine. I got mine. I got my. I got my call. I got my guy. Right, you go. guy. Okay, how do we put him on? Just you just put him right, put him right in. Uh, Nelly, you there? Hello. Oh shit! Can we hear him? Can you guys hear him? I heard him. Nelly, we're doing the podcast. You're on live. We're doing a segment where we call somebody and we talk to him. We ask him a sports question. 
What's the question? I want to know who your greatest pitcher of all time is. Woo! On Guam? Baseball pitcher. Uh, no, we're not going on Guam. Uh, oh, shit. Because he'll, he'll yeah, pick himself. Fucking fly him in. Out of pitchers that I saw, I would say Greg Maddox. Ooh, the brave. Why, why, why are you loving? Why are you loving Greg? Well, Greg had Greg threw pretty hard. He he threw harder than people gave him credit for. But the guy was a pitcher. Like he was a pitcher extraordinary. He fielded his position. He was a golfer. Just unbelievable athlete. And um, he just changed speeds. He got people out in nine or ten pitches in an, an inning. And um, he didn't waste pitches, didn't try and strike everybody out. And I just, as you get older, you realize that that's, that's, how, you should, that's how you should pitch. That's how you should play that position. Nelly, thanks, Zad. Thanks for joining us. How you been? I'm good. How are you? We're what are good. you guys talking about? What's the, what's the, um, what are the topics tonight? Well, we were talking about the we're NFL, but we hated it. Edie yeah. Lamb know who's here. We're all, oh yeah, well, he knows. He's, he's, he's a listener. Is he? It's, it's Mike Ravago, Chris Shepard, Cazendo, and myself. You, you know, because Nelly is, we've talked about it before. He's originally, my f- first sports show that I was on called Sports Rock was with Chris Nelson in Saipan, and we had a TV show out of it because of him. But uh, now, Nelly, we were talking about NFL. I gave my take. It was involved and it evolved. And then we were talking about uh, bandwagon. We've done a little thing on bandwagon. And we were talking about the Brian Flores um, lawsuit. And uh, That's an interesting, what's your, what's your take on that? Because it's, um, is he, is he going to have a hard time getting a job by suing the NFL? Just like a, or did he, uh, yeah, I just, I just kind of read a little bit about it this afternoon, so I'm not too up on it. But my uh, kind of, I think our John take Elway. was our take was a little bit of a consensus that may well not consensus, but our take was a little bit of that maybe he didn't need to throw the race card. He could have gone for a suit against Miami for a wrongful termination with the like trying to force him to tank a whole season. I saw that, and if that is if that's true, then the Dolphins should be uh, could be in a lot of trouble, and should be fined, kicked out of the league, kicked him out. I, I find it weird. I, I do find that other part that you're bringing up that Elway would show up all hungover for an interview. That seemed out of character to me. Well, it seemed like. It seems like Brian Flores had a really good has has a really good reputation in the NFL. Um, I think uh, he, but obviously he felt. I read that the text message exchange between um, him and Bill Bel- Belichick. Yeah, so, we, read, you know, we read that. We read that on the air. Thank you, thank you, Mike. Mike, Mike, Mike did that. He did a good reading of it. <laughs> um. I, I'd like to know, I, did, I didn't read the time codes, but I kind of wonder when Bill Belichick got that message that said, hey, which, uh, 
which Brian are you texting? I kind of wonder uh, what he felt like. Um, if it was a worse feeling oh than when, when when he lost that playoff game or it was, if it was equally as bad or what, what his stomach felt like. You know, Chris, that reminds me of when I was young and I go, which Susan is this? Oh. <laughs> But I'm, but I'm guessing Susan didn't do a screenshot and uh, broadcast it to the world. No, they didn't have screens maybe, back then. Maybe she did. Yeah. We just had the old rotary dial, you know? How you been, brother? I'm good. How are you guys? Oh, man, we good, man. We miss you. We got to get you on the show in, in the flesh. Oh, I'd love to do that. Yeah, when is your next Are you guys coming over? Uh, we're, we're trying to put together a Mariana's Cup in April. Oh, I'm there. That's my birthday month. I'm there. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm there. I'm, 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 I'm just throwing it up. I'm trying to fucking push what, for that. What's the Mariana's Cup? April. April. No, it's, what is that? Last Cup, weekend of dry April. Run. I'm, I may be speaking a little bit... Uh, a little bit too soon. No, but, Chris, um, I can back you up. We're trying to do a dry run for the mini games in April by oh. by putting in um, a beach volleyball tournament. We got lights coming, um, oh. and um, it should be a fun, fun weekend if we could. So, what's hoping you guys all come? Might be the referee delegate. I'll, I'll be your assistant you know, referee. You know and, and so you know what? I'll ref and, some shit there, Nelly. So, so uh, speaking with Herm, right? No, so speaking with Herm, Herm was saying that that's probably one of the ways to get the uh, referee coaches or prospects to come down to site and get some certification. Oh, and do a, do, a, do a tournament. And do get a tournament down certified. there and prep you all so that everybody can show up to the mini games. Hey, so Nelly, you could work. probably get some FIVB money to help uh, help with that event if you do it that yes. way. Now, that, that's staying at your place hey. and using your car. And, you now. Now, and you, can bet, you can get the best fucking flagman, linesman ever. John fucking Kramer. I am pretty good. On, I, I I have a reputation. He fucking whips that flag. I have a reputation. <laughs> At the video or audio? By he's the way. an audio. No, I'm telling micro you, games. Up, one up. You gotta go video. I can I'm go video. video. I'm going video. I'm next, right? No, I'm next. Cause oh, my guy walked I'm out kind of thinking we probably already penciled him in. Although, what do you got me in as? I know. Um, I player ref. What am I? Player ref announcer. That's well, Kramer. What am I? Uh, Shep, you're you're already penciled in to go through the losers bracket into the finals. Wow. <laughs> You've already penciled in the finals? Hey Nelly. You know it's Chris Shepard. Nelly, you you saw the you saw the uh our Guam uh one star tournament photos, huh? I I've got a good eye. <laughs> God's trying to get hey, in there. But let's let's not sure what you're talking let's, about. Let's bring the Conquer event back to Saipan uh, this year. Okay? That's right. Yeah. That's right. Oh, we love those. Those are awesome. And I'm there to uh, shadow the coaching of the Conquer coaches. There you go. Hired by the yeah, CI. You, you, we got a job C. for you. We got a job for you. <laughs> Okay. Well, you guys would have loved to Mike see Mike ready. in the gym with like 150 people's attention in an acoustical nightmare. And he had everybody like, everybody as quiet as they could be trying to learn some, learn some volleyball. It was really good. Oh, yeah. So, Does Mike, um, Mike lighten it up when he comes over to Saipan? Oh, yeah, it was great. They're digging him? Yeah. 
He's not too Guam for oh, yeah. him. He's he's kind of Guam. You can ask everybody, bro. Fuck. That's why I put fucking banners on the wall. Is he speaking tomorrow to everybody, or is he going full English? Half. Oh yeah. Quarter, quarter. You're throwing down. Yeah. Wow. Impressive. It was a mixture of kids. It was a real mixture of kids. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna call my person. Just throw it out there. Ready. It's good. It's good stuff. So yeah, April. We're we're hoping to have the dry run in April with lights. So should be a fun fun weekend if we can put it all together. I don't think there's a date chosen yet, but. We're looking at we're looking at April. All right. Well, Nelly, thanks for picking up the call. We love you, man. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Stand by. Shoot, shoot. All right. Thanks, right. 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 brother. That's awesome talking to Nelly. Okay. I got my guy. I went video because I'm a little more hyped. Holy fuck! I put two hundred bucks in Peters. <laughs> so, Fred. Fred. I, I announced I announced the two hundred dollar thing that you talked about. I think Mike is down. I think we might be down. We'll make that happen. But we got a question for you. Okay. The question is because you're a basketball guy. If you are creating the ultimate NBA team, who are you starting with? Who's your first choice? Uh, right now, right now. Any any era, any time. Yeah. Oh, Whatever. Any era, any time, who's your first choice That's if you're starting at question. NBA Tough to be a dominant team in the NBA? You got to pick one player, though. Man, you know, you know I'm a Chicago guy, man, uh, Michael. Hey. Kramer just called hey, you gay. Anytime. I didn't say that. I said MJ. <laughs> you just said gay. No, I said MJ. Oh, he said MJ. Sorry. I no, thought he said you're gay. I was like, wow. Funny, kind of. Okay, why why are you no, picking man, I'm a Chicago guy? My, Michael, uh, you know, forever until until somebody. Uh, I'm not a LeBron guy. I'm a Michael guy. Ooh. Okay. What about Magic? What about Magic? Would he would be would Magic be on your five? Loved him Showtime Lakers, but uh, what happened when uh, Michael played Magic in 1991? You guys remember that? I do. I remember that iconic shot of him going up and switching hands. Uh, that was the Bulls' first championship. Yep. Okay, well, well, Magic was an old man, but hey, Fred, Kobe, yes, Michael, Kobe, Michael. Oh, you know, I wish those they, they actually did get to play against each other, but they didn't, uh, uh, not in the finals or anything. I think that's when Michael was with the Wizards. But uh, man, that would be uh, Kobe would be my second choice, I guess. Them, but no, I'm sticking with Mike. So you got you got Mike and Kobe. You got Mike and Kobe. Who else you picking your final three? Oh, for uh, our one team. Um, you're going for his all-time best. All-time five. best yeah, starting five. About, like, all time, all time. I mean, all-time it was starting the five. Seventy-fifth year anniversary. So yeah, I mean, Russell. We went back to us. No wait. The big we swear on this? <laughs> Gosh dang. Um, Going back to the like uh, George Mikan era Lakers. Who's your center? Uh, Who's your center, Fred? Will Chamberlain, Bill Russell. I don't know, man. Who's your center? Won eleven championships in thirteen years. Bill Russell. That's what I say. Bill Russell's the ultimate winner. Bill Russell might be the cornerstone of. of, of uh, several more. Okay, there's three. We got three out of So we got Kobe, Michael, Bill Russell. Who's your final two? Okay, that's my th- top three. Okay, four and five. <laughs> Man, I'd like to put, uh, put Magic or Kareem in there somewhere, but uh, I don't know, maybe not. Uh, uh, I'll put LeBron at five, okay? 
Ooh. LeBron's at five. Who's your four then? Who's sliding in above four. him? Carl Malone, the mailman. It's gonna be Shaq. It's gonna be Shaq. No, you got it. Center. He's got Bill Russell. Got Bill Russell. Yeah, Russell. Shaq, Shaq could have been so much better, man. He should have won ten championships, but he won. Well, what about what about Curry? What about Steph? He's not in there. No. Drain in the three. No, not a not a cornerstone. The greatest. Too small. I'm really gonna say role player. He won a couple MVPs, but man, I don't think Rodman. Rodman, you need an enforcer. No, you got Dr. J. Yeah, where's Dr. J? Steph Curry just hit his first game winner two or three days ago. That's a good point. Buzzer beater, not game winner. Buzzer beater. Same thing. Number four, number four. So who? Number man, I'm going to have to say, okay, I'll say Magic. Magic. So he's got Kobe, Michael, Magic, Bill Russell, and who was the other one? Sorry. LeBron. 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 That's your five. LeBron LeBron That's a pretty good team. It's a good team. Okay. We got Fred, thank you for taking the call. We're going around the table here, so Kazu's got his next person on. Thanks for joining us. Where are you, Fred? Okay, let me ask you guys out of you four guys, who's picking the who's who's picking the Rams? No, we're gonna save that. We're saving that, saving that for next week. Next week. Next week. Next week. All right, I'm gonna join you. I'll be there in like 20 minutes. Where is he? Where are you at? Where are you at? I'm still uh, near St. John's. Okay, I'll be there in 25 minutes. <laughs> this show is gonna go two hours. Shoot. Shoot. Okay. All right. I'll see you where I see you. All right. Thanks, Fred. Coach him up, Fred. Coach thanks, him up. Thanks for joining us. Later. All right. So what I got on my phone here is Jin Han. Oh, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jin Han. Holy What's shit. Up, Jen? How are you doing? So we're we're talking. Yeah, we're on. This is sports, and uh, I know you just. I understand you just finished refing a game. How was that? Was yeah, it was all right. It was all right. Uh, yeah, high school game, so it was fun, you know. Probably enjoying uh, watching the uh, high school kids battle it out. All right, so we have a question for you as a vagina fan. Uh, <laughs> walk us through. Walk us through. The last game. Uh, what was your feelings? What do you think? What's your predictions? The last game. You mean the Rams and Niners, or the last game coming up? Well, give us your pers- prediction. Yeah. The Niners. Give us your perspective of the last game. Okay. Well, man, you know, I thought. And don't thought cry. Our offense was was kind of like what we say we call vanilla. It was it was it looked pretty predictable. The, the last two games, we really had a had a lot of misdirections, some play action. You know, we were trying to get the defense confused. And last game, it just looked like, you know, it was just too predictable, at least on offense. And, you know, Rams, hey, Rams play great. Rams play great. They, they actually play like that. That's the way Niners are supposed to play. They run the ball effectively. My bad. Run some play action. Run some misdirections. You know. Make the defense pay. Right. You know when, but yeah, it is what it is. 
Hey, hey, uh, Gino, real quick on that uh, bullshit fucking feedback. Uh, real quick, though, congratulations <laughs> on that uh, three on three, though, this weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, it was fun. I mean, uh, well, we, we fell a little short right. in the championship, but hey, that's that all good because. Wait, you, you, know, lost, you lost to Darren Hechenova? <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, no, I, that, that's the open division. I didn't play in the open. Oh, you played in the 40s. You had the old guys. The 40s. Yeah, uh, I had to play the, the old man people, you know, because that's my people now. Yeah, we, we, people. we were calling Fred and I asking us to play in that, but I'm like, I haven't played basketball in like seven years, so. Dude, you should still play because, you know what, 6'5 six, is 6'5, 6'6. 6'4, 6'5. 6'4, 6'5. Two six, white dicks. You guys would have yeah. won, bro. Oh my God. 6'4, 3 inches, right? Uh, yeah. Speaking of White yeah. Castle, thank you for our sponsor, White Dick Castle. <laughs> So, Jen, I have a question for you. I got a question for you. Okay, so, so what's your feelings on bandwagoners as we get closer to the Super Bowl? Uh, you know, I mean, it is what it is with bandwagoners. Man. You know, you got that, you got that in every sport. Everybody wants to jump on that winning team. Uh, you know, my prediction, I, I, I thought whoever comes on the NFC championship, that, that was going to be the Super Bowl winner. You know, no, no knock on Cincinnati, but I think... Cincinnati just shocked and they're just happy to be there. They weren't even expecting to be there, so. Right. You know, Fuck Cincinnati. Bandwagoners, you know what? Bandwagoners are exactly what they are. All right, last question. What do you think of what's happening with the Lakers? What do you, what's your opinion on the Lakers? Oh, my God. Lakers, trash. They need to, that, that Russell Westbrook trade was, you know, and I think LeBron and AD, signed off on that because LeBron in his mind is trying to bring back the Miami Heat 2013 or whatever time they want it with Russell Westbrook trying to be the D-Wade guy but Russell Westbrook is nowhere near D-Wade can I say something so so do you think you think we're gonna we're gonna be trading Westbrook or is it gonna be AD oh no if if anybody we're gonna trade will be Westbrook but Westbrook. You're gonna Bruin. you're gonna trade Westbrook for Ben Simmons. <laughs> are you trying to use Jedi mind trick over here? No, I don't want Westbrook. I don't want Westbrook at all. But that guy, you know, a lot of people knock on him, but you know, when that guy, when that guy, is, I mean, first of all, that guy's 25 years old, and if he two weeks he played both offense and defense. Simmons. Simmons don't play no offense. But I will say this about Jen. I will say this about Jen. I hope you can hear me. He is not a bandwagon fan. He is a true fan. How he can vote for the Niners and the Lakers, I don't get because that's too, you know, whatever. But Well, he's confused. But he's a true, but, 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 but he's a true fan. He is a true fan. So he is not a bandwagon guy. No, no. So is he saying Simmons is 25 years old and got potential or? Westbrook. Simmons. Oh, yeah, Westbrook's older, right? West, West, yeah. Westbrook. 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 Well, you know, interesting fact, I was just looking it up today. Steph Curry, who we know is a fucking stand-up shooter, his field goal average is far less, 1% less than Westbrook right now. What's, what's his average? But, He's, uh, he's at 40, and Westbrook is at uh, 41.5. He's at 44.5. Look at the majority of shots that Westbrook is taking around the rim, pull up, 
air ball, yeah. uh, 15 footers hitting the side of backboard where Westbrook is shooting, you know, I mean, of course, he, you know, he's shooting a lot more threes. So, you know, you look at that, that perspective, right? So, and, and what about, what about Caitlin Clark? She's shooting a 44.5 for Iowa. Just, you know, just throwing that shit out there, well, are you, really Kramer? care about is the, the brand. Since it's the South Asian Games, I wonder if Korea is fucking participating in the Southeast Asian Games. Only North Korea. Only North Korea. Only North Korea. <laughs> Only North Korea. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Gino, thank you for joining us today. We love you. And, uh, you know, sorry about your diners, but hey, let's go Lakers, right? All right, all right, all right, all right. All right. Hey, we'll hey. see you later, man. Hey, so, so right, so right here, right. I got my boy right here. This is uh, Cause. He's the captain, right? No. He's, yeah, the, Cause he's, he's the, the captain. captain. This is Shep. He's the coach. This is Kramer. He's the brain. So the guy that I fucking. All you motherfuckers. You guys want to call somebody who's made it big time? But the first guy that I picked, this guy's made it big time, but under the scope. I know who that is. Oh, yeah. We, we know you know who this is. This is Derek, the man, dumb man, double D dogger. I don't know if you can fucking. Yeah, yeah. Wait, hold on. Let me fucking turn you up so you can harass these motherfuckers. There you go. You're good now so everybody can hear you. But anyways. So can, can I? Can I? No, 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 no. Hold on. So let me give let, let me give everybody a little uh, background about uh, Derek. Right? Can, can so, you hear me? Can I can I introduce myself? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can Mike, hear me. Mike, Mike wants. Yeah, I'll, I'll fucking introduce you. You fucking. I'm, I'm the one that fucking called you. <laughs> so so Derek, right? Derek Derek's from fucking Saipan, in which Kramer. Kramer, yeah. Kramer used to work at fucking Saipan, right? So that's I, over ten years. Yeah, I, I, I'm as much Saipan. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah. So, Hell so yeah. Derek, Derek moved to Guam when he was young, and then uh, a little fucking uh, history and Derek, right? He fucking joined the Little League uh, World Series team for Guam, and then they went up against Sinemai, uh, and Derek was up to bat against one of his fucking primos, hit a shot. Scored the winning fucking run, and then that's when the Guam fucking boys went to the little little world, little league world series, right? So then, wow. So then, right after that, then I think that's when Guam's little league world series fucking team is. D, look at these guys. They're all fucking on their fucking phones, dude. I'm they're... listening. I'm listening. <laughs> and I know that team. I know that story. <laughs> oh, right there. Kramer knows the that's story. Com- those are competitive. That's competitive teams. Because NMI versus Guam in baseball is uh, that's serious. Yeah, shit. It's... If you've ever been to it, in, yeah. especially when it's in CNMI. Yeah. It's on. it's yeah. on, baby. It's on like don- it, yeah. it means a lot, right? It is. It's always it's always a good game between the two, you know. So a lot of talent here, a lot of talent, Ron. Hey, okay, okay. So now I gave you a little fucking introduction, right? Wow. So now I got I got the one big fucking question for you, right? Let's do it. The right? one big question. The one. The one big question. We want to know your fucking because I know you follow sports like a motherfucker. That's why I called you. <laughs> I have every faith in your fucking opinion, bro. Because you're going to go out for the Outstanding Airman of the Year, which comes up this weekend, 
So hopefully he's got a chance. Is he Space Force? No, nah, this motherfucker not smart enough to be fucking Space Force. <laughs> you, you, this motherfucker. Space Force? No, nah, this motherfucker's dumb force. But, I'm on the Okay, but but he's on the fucking he's on the Airman of the Year category. He's trying to get to my fucking level. Right? So, you know, only big dogs know this fucking. But, hey. So I told him, I said, I just want to call you, introduce you, throw you out to the fucking fans. Dude, we got a fucking fan. Dude, we got some fucking fan fucking mail, bro. Like 1,200 people listening to the show, dude. That's more. Hey, your mom's right. Hey, don't let's not talk about Derek's mom. Let's not talk about Derek's mom. Oh, yeah, bro. Fuck it. We're going to go up. We're going big now that dog is on. Cause now Saipan's gonna hear this shit, bro. That's right. Okay, right, here we go. Question? My question <laughs> is, what's your fucking Super Bowl predictions and why? Uh silence. So I got uh <sighs> I got the Bengals. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before it tells <laughs> us the Bengals, right? So all of us in here, are we all in agreement? I we, ooh. No, but all out, are we all fucking betting a thousand on the Rams? No, I'm not, I'm not, no wait, I'm thinking I'm about it. I'm thinking about it. Oh, thinking about fuck. It. I thought we all. Anyways, I thought we were all going to bet a thousand dollars in the fucking Rams. But now these motherfuckers. Anybody else but my own team. <laughs> <laughs> I never bet on my own. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Shoot. So, what? Is, what? Is, what is your fucking. What's your prediction? Go for it. Because uh, I follow this guy on Twitter and he's 0 for 7 with his picks. And, uh, <laughs> oh, Fucking, that's why I love this guy, bro. Go ahead, go ahead, tell him. People know this guy. His name is Tim the Tatman. And uh, he's kind of like, he's famous in the social media gaming world. And every time he makes his prediction, he's wrong. So people are saying the curse is real. So, you know. <laughs> I, I like this. <laughs> okay, okay, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, look him up now. So what, what's, what's, what's the guy's name? Tim the Tapman. Tim the Tapman? What's that supposed to be? Yeah. What's, that? what's the tap? What is he tap? Stand by, stand by. So that, that's what we have. We have all our... Now you got your Twitter? Because I, I don't know. Tim? You don't got your Twitter? I got my Tim Letty. Oh, you got your Tim Letty on. Hold on. So Tim the Tapman. So go ahead, D. Sorry, yeah. man. Sorry, sorry to cut you off. No, no. He's on so Twitter. initially He's on I got Twitter. the Rams because is their pass rush is really good and the Bengals O line is hurt, so you know, but sometimes it's gotta go with the curse, you know, if it's real. They've never won. Why not? Why not? Fuck you, D. Hey, <laughs> now you fuck me up. Hey, I appreciate that shit. You just Tim, you Tim the Tap Man. Tim the Tap <laughs> Streamer and nerd, according to his Twitter account. And so, and so, what is he? He fucking. Yeah. He, he just yeah. fucking. He's zero and seven. He's zero. Teams yeah. will win Super Bowl. Uh, Rams will win Super Bowl. That's his prediction. So, so we gotta go opposite. Yeah. We gotta go bagels. Fuck. Like, hey, call up fucking. I gotta call Fred Peters. Call Fred. Hey, call, cancel my <laughs> bet. Gambling on anything. It's illegal, isn't it? No. It right now. <laughs> nothing's illegal, especially if we're sponsored by Taco Bell. Crown, Jack Daniels. Other was, what? Yeah, we we so so this is fucking Kazu's fucking uh, podcast room. I'm gonna bring you here uh, one day. We're, we're sponsored by Taco Bell, Crown, EYE, Jack Daniels, Bud Light. Yeah. So so every time every time we fucking say we're gonna go one hour, 
We fucking always go two hours. Last week, we went fucking far. We got so fucked up, but cause is so good about cutting his shit down. Hey, but I'll, I'll tell you what, since you live up the hill, then probably next session, because I'm, I'm a fucking... Hey, this is Saipan input, bro. The best. Saipan input. Yeah. To get shit going, bro. So, hey, the next time, I'll fucking... And I hope you guys drink Michelob. Yeah, hey, this guy always wants us to black out a Michelob. Hey, drink the Michelob and win the golf thing at CCP. <laughs> March 12th. Yeah, like that. You know, he's the general manager for fucking... Yeah, oh, shit. We got a promo going. Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah for so, CCP. Uh, Oh, Keep shoot. buying okay. that Michelob Ultra and turn in those forms. That that's a great prize uh, that they're running <laughs> wait, that wait, promo. Wait, Sorry. Okay. 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 So wait, 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 wait. I got one thing to say. I know. Tim can wait. Tim can wait. You go for it now. Because I got a message from somebody. So today I ran national team beach practice. So I'm just gonna throw this out there. This message I just got. Oh, I'm, I'm trying to hype up myself a little bit. Oh shit! There you go, D. Hey, coach. Just want to reach out and express my gratitude. Beach is definitely new to me, but I really liked it now, and I'm trying to soak up as much as I, from anyone willing to share with me. Nicholas I didn't Shepard. know what to expect, but I was pleasantly surprised at practice. Clear goals, simple and easy game-like drills, positive reinforcement, and timely corrections. Sounds like a fifth grader. That's from Nicholas Shepard? Oh, it's not. It's from somebody else. But oh, okay. I ran practice today, so that, I'm Booyah. just throwing out there. Okay. Oh, good Tim, job. Tim, Tim, Tim. All right, hey, so, hey. See you later, brother. All right. Thanks hey, for coming hey, in. Hey, guys. You guys have a good one. All right, brother. So, so how do we wrap up a really good call-in? We get Tim Letty. He's been dying to be on here. No, he's a, sm- no, he's a super... No, no, no. Yeah, he's a super smart sports guy. Unfortunately, he's a he's a vaginer. Um, but uh, but he's he's he and I are just you know we're Laker fans, so and we love the Lakers. Yeah, you guys are gross too. We we differ on the NFL. Uh, well, hey Tim, welcome to the show, Timmy. Thanks, guys. I listen to all your podcasts and. Uh, In case you're great. Who's your favorite, Tim? I, honestly, I have none. But um, you, guys, you know what's impressive about you guys is that you know is your NFL picks because the first podcast was, and I, you know this is really all about my Niners because of cause. That's the only reason I'm calling in. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know where you're going with this. Whatever you call, you guys have one right there because you know I was every week. You guys made your picks. Cause never picked the Niners, and we always won, right? That's right. Then, then that last one when you made that pick, <laughs> jinxed I was, it. I was like, we're done. We're I done. agree. I agree, Tim. So, you did the same so thing to the whoever Chiefs. caused picks this week for the Super Bowl, just put all your money on the other team. <laughs> we're picking next week. We're, we're going to pick next week. We're going to wait. Okay, see. okay. Yeah, yeah. Just remember that. Just keep your money safe. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Tim, I thought we were brothers. Come on, man. What's going on? No, we are, but you're just horrible at making – you picked the Eagles and the Raiders in the Super Bowl. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> the Eagles, what do you pick? I understand. I understand. Yeah. This is reasons, but, you know. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, that was well, just – Well, let's talk about that because that's a good segue about bandwagon. So you and I are in a chat group. We won't say which chat group, but – there's a lot of bandwagon guys, and we we talked about that as a theme today. And uh, what's your, your what's your what's your view on like 
bandwagon. Is it, they're just uninformed sports fans, or they're just informed, but they just they just don't have like the balls to stick with a losing team. Number two. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like, for me, it's always been like, you know, everyone has, I mean, especially from Guam, right? I mean, you, you got to jump on a team, right? Right. Like, we have no hometown teams, but it's, you know, once you get there, I mean, you know, you got to, for me, uh, after, you know, you stay on that team. If you jump from team to team, then there's like zero credibility, you know? You can't, you can't talk trash or whatever when you're just jumping from, you know, we have people, I guess, that, you know, they follow LeBron. Everywhere he goes. Yeah, that's and, a player uh, fan. Follow a player. I, I don't mind. I don't mind people that follow a player. I just don't like no, people I, that I, pick I, a yeah, team just no. to pick a no. team. So, I'm gonna jump on Tim there because as a teacher, I'm amazed. Yes, you watch. I guarantee you, in about a week from now, how many kids are gonna tell me they're Cincinnati Bengals fans and they're gonna skip school to watch the Super Bowl? Fuck that. You guys aren't Cincinnati Bengals fans. You've never been to Cincinnati. You, you don't know where Cincinnati is. I'm going to say fuck you to them. Oh you don't God. know. You oh don't know where God. Cincinnati I even is. I'm going to tell them, if you can tell me what state Cincinnati is, okay, I'll give you the day off. Oh, and when they good. say when they say Florida or they say <laughs> Kansas. You I'm, have no faith in your, your – I don't because – What's your faith? But Tim's point is, is well documented. On Guam, we don't have a hometown fan, so a lot of people do jump around. There's always there's there's a group that has their group their fan. Like I'm an Eagles fan, you're a Raiders fan, he's a 49ers fan, you're a Chiefs. Mike, we don't know about Mike. Mike kind of jumps around. I don't know where Mike's hey, going. I'm a fucking Bengals fan, after my boys. <laughs> hey, he's a Bengals <laughs> fan all of a sudden. Hey, letters on the fucking phone. Let Tim Tim. But what 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 was uh? What was Dogga's guy's name from Twitter? Uh, ta- Tim. Oh, shit. Tim, I, I, Tim Taft. Tim Tattooed. Or I, I've got a story about Saipan and me being a, a bandwagon fan. Because I was living in Saipan, and I didn't have an NBA team because the Kings, the Kansas City Kings went to Sacramento. I wasn't going to go for that. So I was living on Saipan. I lived in San Antonio. So... I became a San Antonio Spurs fan. And it just so happened they were good then. And they were good right about that time. Tim Duncan, Robinson, that all worked out for me. All right, let me ask Tim a very quick question. Uh, no problem. Based on your knowledge of people you know, you don't know everybody, but you know enough, Who is the who should be awarded the king of bandwagon? Oh God! Who, um, name names right here. The one person that is. You're asking him to throw somebody under the bus. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Problems. That's uh, Chris Castro and Lad Gillion. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't hesitate. He didn't have no hesitation. I know. I know one of them, and he's absolutely yeah, right. Both of them, Lad and Chris. So Lad, and you know, God bless his heart, because you know he's 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 one of the jump around with LeBron thing, but uh, you know. When he's cheering LA all day for the Rams, and he had to Google who Aaron Donald was, I had issues. <laughs> oh, wow. really? Yeah, that's bad. Wow, that's no, bad. No, I, no. I admit that's bad. That is bad. There you go. Well, hey, yeah, t- it's all in fun. You know, the whole thing is uh, about you know sports and talking trash and and all that stuff. I just you know, I just don't like. Uh, I just like to talk trash with like. Yeah, that's right. Hey, Tim, are you going to see you on Friday? You can't, you can't win Friday? every year. You know, you can't like every year, oh, I'm a Rams or, you know, I'm a 
Wonderful fan and yeah, that's that's the issues I have. But, you know, one one quick story. I just want to tell one one real quick thing. You know, Chris Shepard. Oh, wait, wait, wait. He's got a story. A Shepard story. Chris Lizardman probably know who I am, but uh, so you know, back in uh, I guess it was middle school. I went to Santa Barbara, oh, and. Yeah, so you know, we used to play, you know, basketball, volleyball, and we go play St. John's, and I just <laughs> who the hell's this six foot five freaking eighth grader? White boy. <laughs> I just wanted to see yeah. yeah, yeah. For the record, I was ninth grade back in the day. Ninth grade. Yeah, ninth grade, exactly. We're playing we were, for the ninth graders. Junior high school yeah, yeah. back in the day. Yeah, I was like, what the? You know, that was pretty crazy. But you know, you got you, uh, you. Uh, yeah, then I remember Bud Kings, all that fun stuff. So, Did you take oh, him yeah. to down, Tim? Did you score off? Did you I worked for Ambrose, by the no. way. So, yeah. Hey, hey Tim, he Tim, was a fucking ball hog, right? Tim, he was a ball hog, right? Dude, he was a fucking ball hog. Prima Donna. I was the ultimate team player. I like this one. Well, you know, you know, Tim, the the best way to intimidate Chris Shepard is, uh, and I've muted your asses, uh, is to just simply talk rough on him. And he he would back down because he was a, oh, he was he was a, he, he was a polite guy. He was a polite guy back then. But now he's unleashed. He's unleashed. I'm gonna tell a story when when Tim gets off the phone. I'm gonna tell a story. <laughs> hey, well, hey, everybody, thank Tim for uh, spending some time with us. We probably we'll we'll want him up. Well, let's invite him to the Minty's Fresh Minty's Studio. Time. Yeah, absolutely. With this night. All right, guys, you guys take it easy. Good stuff. Keep it up. And remember, whoever caused picks, put your money in the other team. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 Tim. Yeah, hey, Tim, as they say in the uh, woods, fuck you very much. <laughs> and fuck you, too. <laughs> All right. See you later, man. Right, stuff. Bye. You know what? I can't believe he brought that up. I'm going to tell you a story about this one guy. Wait, wait, wait. He's like, you guys are watch, 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 watch. This one guy, this one time, I'm out having a drink. I'm like relaxed, having a good time. And this guy comes up to me and goes, hey, you're Chris Shepard, aren't you? I go, yeah. I go, I am. He go, I go, what's up? He goes, do you remember that time in eighth grade when my team kicked your ass on the whatever? I go, no, I don't remember that shit whatsoever. He goes, I remember. I said, okay, cool, dude. I'm glad you remember. But uh, what the no. fuck? Why you got to bring up that? No, don't steal the motherfucking dream. Uh, uh, Goddamn, really? Eighth grade? And and that's where he left it at. He did I guess so. But I was like, what the hell? Even the other guy that talked about uh, you were on the you were on the chat group, the one guy that said, I remember the one time I blocked Chris Shepard. Then the next hit, he hit over me and like not yeah, so much yeah. young blood. I was like, really? I don't know. Sorry, I don't yeah. remember any of that shit. But yeah. hey, Shep, you remember that time when I talked shit to you and then you hit it off my forehead? Yeah. No, I don't. Okay, I don't, hey, I don't remember. You remember that time me and Kramer beat you and your pro, pro partner, right? What? We, we, I don't know. You played with some pro guy and me and Kramer came out with the Venus and Serena. Uh, I don't think. <laughs> I think it's a different Who was the black one? Mike, that's a different that's a different you were Venus, I was Serena. Because I have the hips. Listen, do you remember that time that yeah, you slapped him in the face and he hey. knocked down? Hey, do you speaking, speaking of slap, guys, speaking guys, of slap. you guys watched the slap fighting? 
No, Holy I've watched. Shit! I've watched. You were fucking okay. sleeping. I'm. I'm not gonna did we talk about this. Already? We did. We did, but I don't remember it. But I. I watched some pillow fighting and I watched some hobby horse you want stuff. Fight so right now? You yeah, want I want to slap fight, fight you right now. Fuck you. you. Yeah, yeah, I want some. I want some. All right. I'll go. You want to go first? You want me to go Wait, first? No, but you guys have to let go me, across. Let me go Holy first. shit, now they're going to slap you go fight. First. You go first. You go first. All right. Uh, first. Is this going to happen? Yeah, all right. All right. Here we go. We got to film this shit. No, 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 no. At least take a picture. Well, maybe you can. Okay. You're going to go first. I can go first. Count it off. Wait, I'm going to talk to Mike just in case he passes out. Ready? Here we go. You ready? Oh, fuck. Oh, oh. Shit, yeah, Jeff. Take Jeff, that shit. my freaking glasses, bro. Man. That's oh, what you God. get for dealing with the big dog. Get him oh, back, Kramer. Oh, get him back. Oh, you should have one. If you, if, you oh. can, if you can get up, you can have your turn. I'm ready. All right, all right, shit. He hit your nose. You got your eyes. Ice. What the Broke fuck? Broke my freaking glasses, man. That's not even part of me. Especially hit the face, Shep. I hit all right, you. Right, right, right. I broke your glasses. I'm coming at you. I'm coming okay, at you. Okay. Oh, Jesus. Oh, shit. Yeah. God damn. Wait. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Dude, that was a little hard. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I didn't. I, Wait. Hold on. Hold on. I kind of reared back. I re Are you talking. all right? Are you all right? Because I, I reared back. I don't know what he's talking. No, that was, that was hard. You didn't hit my face. You kind of hit me up high in my ear. Hold on a second. Can you even hear? Can you hear? I'm sorry, dude. I didn't mean to. Don't get mad. Don't get mad. Don't get mad. Don't get mad. Why are you getting mad? Why are you getting mad about it? Don't get mad. You agreed to it. Wait. I'm bleeding in my ear. Do I got to like go to the doctor? Now you got to get a vasectomy. No, not a vasectomy. I gotta get a suck it up, Shep. Yeah. What the fuck's your problem? You know what? You're I'm about to. Me. You broke my fucking glasses. You but you made my ear bleed. I got your ear. You're not supposed to hit me in the I'm about eye. to kick your ass. No, oh, you better slap fighting next week. Okay, I'll take on Mike next week. Fuck this shit. You guys are all pussies. I'm gonna slap the fuck out of you. You're not gonna wake up like last weekend. <laughs> when we talked about yeah. this shit. Ow. But you, a good slap. It kind of hurt. I it feels good, that kind of. It's reinvigorating, actually. Okay. You guys are so stupid. Hit it now. Hit it. <laughs> Do that. Fuck. There it is. All right. All right. All right. Here we go. Here we go. We tried. We haven't talked about the NDA at all. Oh, shit. We not talked about it. Holy shit. We are going now. Now we are going five hours. Three fucking hours. Let me. Let me get. Let me. Let me. <laughs> I did, I did. We got the back feed though, don't worry about it. All right, so I'm not even sure I'm on. I want to be can you hear me? Next week. I don't hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, okay, I'm on. I'm on. I'm on. I'm on. Okay, so the NBA. Let's. I've had some. Uh, I've had some people say, "Hey, you're not covering the NBA enough." So let's talk a little bit about this. The West, the Suns, are number one today. The Warriors, number two. Grizzlies, number three. Jazz, four. And the Mavs, number five. In the West, in the East, we have the Bulls. We have the Bulls. Uh, we have the Bulls, number one. 76ers, number two. Heat, right. Heat, three. And we got, right. we got the Cavs, number four. And the Bucks, five. Oh. Now, interestingly, the Celtics and the Lakers, which is the most... Historic, historic and bleh. and most uh, talked about franchise. 
I'll give you that, but bleh. yeah, we're we're tied at ninth, and that's, so, so and that's nine a, is out, right? Nine is out, yeah, or you got to play a game? You got to play a game. Most historic no. and okay. whatever. Uh, I'll give I'll give them that. Really, Lakers, Celtics, Lakers, and Celtics, Celtics two like oh, most yeah, championship most road teams. Yeah, yeah. Most I must have hate to do it. You only but, said the Lakers. Okay, so I'm gonna throw this. So out of the both conferences, what are we taking? Top eight from each side. Explain how it works. It's complicated. No, but it's complicated, so top Mike. Is, top ten, but seven, eight, nine, ten have a play-in format, and and that's called the play-in In NFL, it's considered as the not the really the wild card because it's different. It's like it's like being in the uh, the the NBA uh, the March Madness when they have the play-in. You know, there, there's some young listeners out there that are trying to fucking. So, so seven, eight, nine, ten are, are playing. And how's it work? They get to play each other, and the winner goes on. To nine, nine, ten play each other to play eight seven, or something. Seven, ten, eight, nine. Uh, and then the bottom. The right? uh, they. No, I thought the seven got some kind of like. It's it's some weird. It's weird. Yeah. Well, well, okay. So let's back up a little bit. Sorry. So. Uh, let's figure it out. Sorry. So the top eight in the division make it to the playoffs. Now we have nine days. So nine ten are, are playing. Yes. So oh, there you go. So no, the captain each other. There's a. So we we oh, have yeah. nine we have nine days before the trade uh, deadline, and so we're looking at who's going to trade who. Now Ben Simmons, which is of your interest, Chris. Not my interest. Well, he's on the he's on your team, and uh, he's not on my team. Fuck that guy. I think <laughs> I, I was reading. Shut fired him yeah, already. I'll be back. I'm getting him. Yeah, I was reading that uh, that uh, Ben Simmons is now close to $30 million in fines. So instead of getting a payroll in the 76ers, he's, he, yeah, he gets a piece of paper that says, there's a statement that says, this is where your money went. This is your fine here, 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 here. Now, I forget what his actual contract was, but I think it was for $80 million. So he's getting very close to like negating his entire contract. And so it's it's in the general interest of. But here's the thing, the guy shows up to practice. The guy shows up to everything. He just does not play the game, and um, and I I yeah, can't. Haircut, yeah, I can't begin to understand. <laughs> I can't begin to understand the mindset of anybody that's making millions of dollars, who sits out a game because he's getting criticized, and uh, that's a big deal. Now here's the thing with here's the big trade rumors that's going around. So the 76ers got Ben Simmons who they want to get rid of. We have the Lakers who technically wants to get rid of Russell Westbrook. We're not taking him. Westbrook. Now, here's here's the here's the thing. You never you're never going to trade two players to different teams that don't want the player. Um, you know, you you take chances and you you make mistakes as a manager. And uh, but here's the thing, Washington, who has John Wall, that's not working out so well for them. And of course, Russell. He's still there. I thought yeah, he went to Washington. Oh, yeah, Washington. Yeah, Washington. Yeah, Washington. No, no, no. So Houston is entertaining a play for Russell Westbrook, and. Uh, the Lakers is open to Ben Simmons just because of his star power. And my thing is, at what point do these teams, do they want to win or do they just want to have more fans in the stadium? But but here here's a weird thing. So Russell Westbrook, 
is averaging higher field goal field goal percentage than Steph Curry at the at this moment in this in the season, and we are talking about trading him, and the Warriors obviously would not trade Steph Curry based on field goal percentage. So, my question to you three, uh, uh, you three as 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 smart sports people, let me well let me just ask you a thing. There's stats. There's stats because stats can always tell you whatever you want to see, and then there's feel. So let's go with Mike and then Kramer and Chris on the difference between making decisions based on stat versus feel. All right. Well, I, I, I am. You, you, we're, I, am I going first on this? Yeah, you are you're going first. I, and if anybody knows me. If anybody and anybody has played for me in the national team or high school team or yeah, yeah, I don't I don't give a fuck who you are, what you do, where your family comes from, how, why, when, where. But uh when it boils down to and when I select my team in the finals in the playoffs and whatever, I use stats. And stats is the only true data that I can use to uh, back up, and and I'm pretty consistent when it comes to stats. So, out of anybody, uh, and and I've used this the past, oh, I don't know, eight. Everybody's known me back in the day when I was coaching. I used to hold an iPad on the sideline and collect data. So, uh, and and the final, on the final, I've always used stats. I've seen you break it. I, I've yeah, I break it. I've, I've broken it, snapped it, whatever. But uh, I've I've also used stats though to help me uh, push out uh, the team that I wanted in the playoffs. So I, I I'm a stat guy. I, I take the top six and uh, I, I I've started to implement recently uh, not just the statistics, statistics but I started to use more uh, uh, a selection, selection process where uh, I would have uh, outside entities maybe like six seven coaches. Uh, become, become part of the, the selection team. team. So, so now it now it's balanced, right? Now I got seven different eyes. I got some stats on the athletes, and then now I I'm able to got narrow attendance and stuff. Like yeah. That. So, so now I'm able to narrow this shit down. So that that's where I'm at right now. Days my coach. So I'm gonna jump jump. I'm gonna jump into it because at first I was ready to like kind of pounce on meow, but because he's got seven or. or eight different eyes, that's huge because what I judge as a, we're going to use volleyball as an example. Shoot. Because we're kind of all volleyball guys. What I judge. As a good pass might be different what Kramer judges as a good pass. Yeah. What you judge. <laughs> my, so my passes are. I think stats are so important, <laughs> but they're only important if you're using, like you said, Different people looking at it because yeah. of because of the judgment. So if I'm just using stats as my own, like I'm the only one that's judging it. I have my own biases and whatever. Yeah, that's not a good thing because I know what I yeah I know yeah. what I want. So and the other factors such yeah. as attitude. Yeah. Uh, so I think, I, but I think your point that there's other people judging it. Yeah. Is huge because if you're just using stats, that's great, but you have to make sure you're using stats with other people 
judging it. Yes. So what you think is a good, what you think is a kill in volleyball, yeah. might be different be from what I think is a kill. Exactly. And so when we compile the stats, and then we look at it yeah. together, oh. Kramer had five kills. Which brings us, which brings up that. That's perfect, right? Because the media always fucking has a different hype, right? So let's say, so let's say when I'm doing my stats, right? And and they 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 pick a player from my team and fuck, they, they pulled the wrong player, right? But I can't, I can't tell the media they got the wrong yeah. person, right? Yeah. So on one player, I, generally I have like maybe five kills, but the media counts, uh, Oh, she gained 12 kills? I'm like, what then? What well, the, f- listen, where the fuck she get the 12? Man? Like, uh, <laughs> so media is, it's funny that you say that. So this is my big thing. I always crack up, and as a volleyball guy, I always crack up with the media when they go, Mike Robigo had five blocks. But then they go, then they continue the story, had five blocks, but three were dug up. Well, if three were dug up, they're not a. It's not a block. It's not a block. It, so Mike Robigo had two blocks, which is great. It's good, but good for you, Mike. Yeah. yeah. So but right. It depends on the sport. So I think I think what you your point is to have different perspectives and yeah. then everybody come together, and but along that along those lines. So like like when you and I were coaching that team together, you, me, and I think there was a junior, Brian. junior and Kevin was involved. Yeah. We got, we got everybody down at Hooters, your old Hooters. Right. And we were talking about the stats and stuff. It was great to have that different perspective where people were like, well, I think this based on whatever, that that's a big deal because yeah, yeah. That, that's input that's from different eyes, right? different views. Yeah, uh, so good know, good point. Not, not only data, I give you a cheers for bringing all that up. Right, well, holy shit! Now, good job. Pocket. All right, who's next? Well, you know, based on statistics, I should be with a maybe a forty nine year old woman. I know, but I'm. Well, I didn't know, but but from outside eyes maybe 19 well, outside well, eyes your no, your woman is good what you have so outside yeah. eyes right you got me and your your the other brother-in-law that's right has been around your, your game, game for the past fucking 20 plus fucking years so not only does you bring fucking data to the table but you bring real world fucking Wife, uh, interaction, outside entity, fucking an atmosphere that you now you have, and 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 uh, when the family hears this twenty five plus years, like I always tell everybody, they all listen to twenty five plus years later. They're gonna hear the truth that one day we got to observe the man break it down on Christmas Day. So if you guys want to hear that story, you got to hear that fight. That's <laughs> another pod That's another podcast. <laughs> Bring it down. Bring it down. How he lives his life. Hey, that's a different fucking beast. That's a different whole fucking podcast. <laughs> See? Cause you invited them on the you invited them on the show. I know. So I got a I got a question for uh, the coach. Uh, oh, coach, shit. all right. So, as you know, as you know, I've I've taken on a new endeavor as a coach for the golf team. Yep. Uh, you were there for the team meeting, the yes. first one, and then you've uh, uh, you're you're on the uh, chat group and everything. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, my record stands for itself, one and zero. Oh. Right. Right. But uh, as an experienced coach, because we, we were talking about coaching last. Uh, podcast uh 
uh, new coach, experienced coach, old coach, new coach, whatever. Um, what was your take? I mean, and I'll I'll, t- I'll take constructive criticism right here. What what did you think about the team meeting? And as you're observing this sort of WhatsApp message, where I p- kind of put the hammer down today and say, if you don't show up, you're out of the team. Uh, oh, wait, I gotta check that. I gotta check that. Yeah, yeah. Is he allowed to do that? He can. He yes, can. Yes, I'm the coach. No, I will Are say they participation medals too. No, we don't get participation. No. Yeah. So we're not big on that. I will say your 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 first meeting with the kids went great. It was a little bit of fun. But you kind of laid down your philosophy, what you expect, which I think is big. You got to let them know what. So I think the fact that you just laid out the whole practice plan already is huge because that wasn't part of the golf team. It was kind of like do your own thing and whatever. So now that you're putting out, we're going to practice on these days. This is what we're going to do. I expect you to be there. It's huge. So I think you're meeting and I'm not saying because you're my brother-in-law. I'm just saying that in gen- because you said your philosophy, what you expect, to me... Those are important, bro. Yeah, it's huge as a coach. You got to know exactly where you stand and what you expect from these kids and take it from there. So I thought you did a good job. It's a long season. Don't get cocky. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. And, and, and then philosophies, right? They're, they're, your, um, they're, your, they're your checkoff list. Right. So when you when you when you pitch your philosophies, right, that's kind of like your OK, did I hit this for this year? Because I said I'm going to do this. Right. So that that's kind of like my checkoff list when I when I pitch my my philosophy to my parents. Right. Or anybody that's playing for me that I, I take that philosophy and I break it down. And these are targets and goals that that I want to hit. So you, you can be that fucking one guy that says, oh, I want to do this. This is how I set my shit up. This is whatever. But if you don't break it down at the end of the year and do any reflection, then, you know, that that's that that that's big to me, right? Cuz you know, being being in the game for uh, the longest time, right? I mean, dude, the the kids react to what you say, what you do. So we always tell the kids, right? And and this is a this is a this is a pay attention. So, so this is a yeah. So this is a fucking little inside joke with the kids, right? I was like, hey, don't don't do what I do. Do what I say, right? Because there's sometimes where we tell the kids to show up to fucking practice, be ready to go, but the kids don't know we have an outside fucking life. We don't. They don't know that we come from a civilian job, and they don't know that we have to bust our ass, cut the traffic, get to practice. That's right. Right. So yeah. that, that 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 those are some of the factors that we have to kind of remind them. Oh, shit. Here come the governor. <laughs> so oh, yeah. so uh, so adding to that, I had my first experience of a parent that's Ooh. very, very involved oh. in a player. Let's not say what school you're coaching at. I'm a little curious to know who that is, but don't say it here. No, no, no. So I won't name names. I won't name names, but... But you can use me, though. You can use me. So, so, yeah, I, 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 I won't name names, but here's the thing. And here's how I resolve this. Okay, so for all you coaches out there or new coaches or would be coaches, this is what happened to me this past weekend as a new rookie coach. Okay, so I'm I'm at the I'm at the game. Uh, we win a game. We win based a match. A, a match. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, I was just trying to be generic here. All right. So 
I'm just trying to be generic. So we win a match, uh, and then we have a bunch of forfeits. Well, we had a bunch of forfeits. So I had, I, and we already paid for the go- uh, the matches. So I said, okay, well, let's just go on the field and use this as practice. You know, just be opportunistic. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, let's just go. Some time in. And and so, CCP. It's a beautiful. Yeah, and the staff is great. The staff is great, and the hot dogs are even better. Anyway, so so we go out, and so the uh, the competing teams go out, and I talked to the uh, I I talked to the coach, the other the other team's coach, and said, hey, you know, it's just it's just a yeah, he was there. And I said, hey, why don't you manage the guys? And I've got a bunch of kids here who were expecting to play. I'll manage them. And so we, we shook hands and we did, we did right on that. And it was beautiful. That's what sports at this level should be. Right. Right? And so, so he goes on and he's going to, okay, he's going to oversee that. And, uh, and uh, you know, our team... I'll, I'll go and say it, St. John's. Our team, uh, we're, Who the hell would hire you? we're pretty good, right? We're pretty good. I didn't know how good we were until we were doing some warm-ups, and I was like, oh, we're pretty good. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, of course, there's always room for improvement. Holy shit. God damn, these motherfuckers, this, the motherfuckers are hitting straight. So here, here's three things I learned. Top four golfers in the room, yeah. by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, let, 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 I want to remind you, we have first and second place fucking golfers in this fucking room. Go ahead now. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So, as a, as a rookie coach and amongst uh, um, seasoned coaches, here's three things I learned on my first day at the job. Number one. Hit it. Number one. The kids always look to the coach for the next step on game day. Always. They may be good players. They may be bad players. But on game day, they look at you and go, what are we supposed to do? What's going on? And so you better have some answers, right? That's number one. All right, number two. There's always a parent. There's always a parent that is super involved, super involved, right? And uh, nothing wrong with that, nothing wrong with that. But, but I think what you know. And so last week, our last ep- yeah, last our last episode, uh, the doctor said the parent can be an impediment to the athlete's growth. And if you're a neutral listener, and if you're a good parent, and if you're like a, a parent that is sort of, you figure like your seasoned uh, athlete parent, you might take that offensive, you know, as an offensive uh, comment. But what I saw this week was exactly what Mike, the doctor, said. So here's a parent that's very involved in his child's development as, a, as an athlete, right? I can only imagine. Right. And of course, if this was a real game, he can't 
come along. He can't yeah. be on the course. He's got to stay away. Right, but because they had the other team had forfeited and we had one, we we're just going to do a pra- practice round. So he basically took it upon himself to be the coach of his hey, daughter. Yeah, they were all paid. They were all paid. Yeah, we paid for our. Yeah, every no, no, he he didn't he didn't play. He was just walking along. No, he didn't get on a cart. I only had the cart. So, so as I was coaching all the other players, I took exception on this one player and did not speak to him or her. Let's just keep it generic, uh, because. Daddy was too involved, right? And I understand. I get it. I get it. Dad is a golfer. He's probably a good golfer. He's probably a nice guy. And so he's coaching his his child. Meanwhile, I'm giving other kids in the team pointers along the way. I'm not overbearing. I say, oh, okay, go ahead and swing. I always let them make the mistake swing first. I, if I'm watching them and, and they don't look in good position, I don't stop them. I just let them hit it because if you stop them ahead, they question your advice. Let them hit it. Let them have the bad swing. And then you go, hey, why don't we do that again? But this time, tuck in that elbow, change your feet position, and, and release it a different Possibly way. Right? Yes. And then they do it, and surprisingly, and this is this is what I told uh, Kelly. I said, you know what makes coaching very easy is when they listen, when they actually listen, and they can they can take the advice, and then they can put it in a technical execution. Because there's nothing more frustrating than you can you have the technical advice, but they don't have the physical attributes to do it. And so, but these kids are pretty good. And so they would they would take the technical advice and they would make the adjustments, and then they would do it. And they not only did some of them straighten out their shot, they they got another 20 yards on the drive, or they made the putt, and they understood the speed that they didn't understand prior. So each one of them, regardless of uh, of technical skill, got, and you know, kids are honest. They'll, they'll tell you if, like, they'll tell you if they benefited from some advice or not. They'll be like, they'll be super quiet if they didn't benefit, but they'll just turn around and go, be so surprised and go, oh my God, that worked. Like as if they didn't believe you when you when were, they tried it. Yeah, when they were when, when you were telling them, and then so they're like, "Oh my God, that worked!" And so um, I found that thing. Now I get back to the parent issue, right? So I was very quiet with the, with the child with the parent because the, the child, yeah, the child with the parent, I couldn't really talk to because the parent was always talking oh, their ear off, right? Yes, yes. So you're talking about that. <clears throat> No, 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 not me. I no, mean, no, now, now you have to be the, you cannot say who the real parent is. So at, it's our sponsors. after about six holes, after about six holes, I said, hey, listen. They got six holes in walking? We got all eight holes, actually. We, we missed one hole, yeah. Wow, that's great. Yeah. That's a, that's a record. Right. So, you know, so. You- so, well, well, let me just finish the story real quick. So, so finally, I. Uh, you know, after about six or seven holes of the parent coaching the child, after consistent drives that were not going the way they should, 
I said, hey, I want you to stop wiggling your body so much. You're you're just mm. you're just all over the place. I need you to go. Sounds like somebody I know. Yeah, mm. I need you I to go. Yeah, I need you to go a little more stiff on the right side and not not yank your uh, your wrists when you go to the top. And I just want you to do this and let's see how you do, right? Now, once I gave that advice superseding the parents' advice, not only did they do it better instantly, but they were super surprised. Is the parent telling them to wiggle? No, I think that just the parent was just giving two. They meant well. Fucking question. Yeah, they they meant well, but no, no, they meant well, but they were just giving too much, too much, too much advice. Too much advice. And and you know what? When you're a kid, yeah, I experienced this with my kid coaching them. Oh, is oh, fuck. Here we go. They don't want to listen to their parent. Dang. Whether you're the best coach in the world, they want to hear you might be the best. So best you, player, I, and you know best what? guy at that in the world, but they don't want to hear it from their dad I, I, or and, mom. They and, want to hear it from somebody else. And you know what? I I am I am the uh, I'm, I'm glad, glad that we're in this topic discussion because oh for god, my, we're going five, five hours tonight. For five my dissertation, hours. this was my research, right? Parental involvement. So you know, I, I'm gonna save everybody's fucking. I'm gonna save the time and whatever. I'm just going to say the best time to talk to your kids as a parent is not the day of the game. Talk oh, yeah. to them the next day. Before? After. After, after the game's after over. The you know, game. especially before the game. especially if you were a great baseball player yourself. No, no kid. No kid. You put your car, you put your kid in the car and after they lose, you know, whatever advice. Yeah. Any, any advice you want to give them. It, it's in one ear, out the other. Because they don't want to listen to your recap. Yeah, I, I experienced that. But but you know, it, that with both of my children. But it, it's it's different though to me because the sports, the sport for for me the the research that I did in sports was on volleyball and and soccer. So soccer, right? You know, only, the parent has a lot of input, but the kids don't have any say or hear because the parents are so far away during the games yeah. when it's soccer. Yeah. But when it's volleyball. They're congested, right? So the parents are there. But for golf, golf is a different beast, right? Golf golf is an individual sport. I never did research on a, somebody that's played an individual sport. So I've never I've never had a parent or I've never come to uh, come across that and, and I don't know uh Niao Niao Shep. Huh? You've you've ever coached as somebody in an individual sport where the parent is has done a lot more than just team sport coaches yeah so you know i mean i mean now cause i've never been in his footsteps maybe i can start fucking harassing him but to be honest i i i don't know what it's like to be in an individual realm right but when it comes to team sports i can always tell the parents hey man take your fucking your athletic days and go fucking fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. this is a new Living fuck. Living in glory days. Yeah. I used and, to do it to be socky. Yeah. And, you know, and I feel bad for the fucking kids, right? Yeah. Honestly. But but when it comes to individual sports, I, I, it's tough because you, you're putting... This kid is by himself. He's playing fucking golf. He hears it from his mom, his dad, whoever's fucking coaching him. He's hearing from his coaches. He's hearing it from the parents in the right home. So I, I, I that that's a whole like a whole I new think, world for me, man. Tennis, I think the tennis kids and the golf kids 
get it the worst because of what you're saying, the individual yeah, sports and the parents are on them. Yeah. I, I think those kids get it get it rough. But I think they're the mentally... The, the, I think they're the strongest one out of when it comes to a mental yeah, they're, aspect, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, but they're getting it hard from the parents or anybody yeah. else on an individual level. But when level. you play golf with the fabulous four right here, yeah, it's a different fucking and, story. And wait, yeah. I didn't get to talk about... Oh, shit. Oh, oh, shit. You guys never asked my opinion on this uh, stats. You had a versus, lot of opinions uh, today. What's that? Stats versus rep. Yeah, oh, I didn't, you didn't get my opinion. Let's, let's you. And, and it, it doesn't matter. It's only my two cents. But my two cents is is make it two seconds. The, the stats matter. Like Mike said, I I go with the stats predominantly, but you can't just go over a short period you need to look at longevity for some people and what they've done over a couple of years yeah, and maybe 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 they longevity. are in a little bit of a slump and they're going to come out of it but you can't let's just look at a short period of stats right you've so, got to look at the other variables of what they've produced maybe in a clutch situation like there's certain people that have good stats in in clutch situation or in the playoffs where they've done well and maybe they haven't done well in the regular season, but they're clutch. So I think clutch is a part as a factor that has to be in there. Anyway, that's all I got. Okay. Well, that's what happens right. when you fucking don't leave the room and you don't take power naps. You get your input in that motherfucking session. <laughs> so, 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 stats are important, of course. But it's okay. Do what you gotta do. Push buttons and do what you gotta do. You you, you cannot you cannot dismiss. I don't know. This is me. So this is me at practice. We'll we'll do a practice and we'll we'll film it because we like to film practice. And so we'll film practice and then we'll take a look at the stats afterwards and the stats will say certain things. But ultimately, what's the number one thing you're looking for? Really, what's the number one thing you're looking for? It's a question. Who's in form? No. In an athlete? Yeah, no. In a selection process? When it comes down to it, so you're taking all these stats and you're looking at all, this, all these numbers. Start, what are you looking at at the end? What's the last thing you're looking at? You, I'm, I'm waiting to answer this shit. I want to hear everybody's shit. In? So, and of course, it depends on your level, but... To me, you can take all the stats you want, yeah. but if you're looking at like varsity, high school, college, national, national team, you're looking what, at who wins the game at the what, end. What ultimately who wins? do you want? And so what? Win? Yeah. So what's your goal at the end? Is your goal to win? Well, in that case, I might be taking this guy, yeah. even though maybe okay, he might throw a set or two away that's not very good. But for some reason, that guy every time he plays, his team wins. Winner. Yeah. And so you, so you can take all the stats you want, but I think you gotta take stats also who wins and who loses. Yes. So stats aren't just stats; they're they're also who wins, who loses, who acts and, certain and ways. So that's just me. No, and, and so, you're right because fucking when it comes down to national team, right? Give me the fucking, yeah. give me the best. I want the guys that are going to. Yeah, comes, but if you won 10 years ago, you're not the same guy. No, but no, no that's like, why. I so I think Mike and I are the same. When I was coaching a national team, and, I, <laughs> oh, and he I'm probably still saying. does a still. No. He probably does the same stuff. I would record. <laughs> I would record every practice. Oh yeah. You walk in the gym. And then I would go the next day and look at. I would 
watch that video and write every stat down. And he but my last stat readers, was who won and who lost. And who won, who lost has had the biggest factor to me. Because yeah. that was a national team. And if we want to get sponsorship and we want to get stuff, we had to win. Yeah. So I'd write down, yeah. okay, you won. That was worth so much. Okay, maybe he set a better percentage, but ultimately his team won for some reason, whatever it was. Yeah. Whether he was digging balls. Whatever it may be. It could be whatever. I don't know what the – Then you can take that data and then throw that down now to high school, right? And yeah. so when you look at that data in high school, is now who who's in that development process, yeah. right? Who, who can fucking take whatever data we have on that high school team and – who can possibly still fucking put a championship on the fucking? Yeah. Or who can push us forward? But you still have that those outside factors in high school, right? Then take the same data now and throw it down to middle school. Now it's all fucking development data, right? Like, ah, yeah. uh, what do I want to do? Do I want to win? Because here's my top six. Here's my top six servers. I'm gonna put my top six servers in the fucking exactly. row. About so whether a person's a uh, uh, a player, a player, there's there's players, there's gamers, and there's winners. No, this I think this is the thing. Players, winners, and gamers. No, who's your gamer? Who's your winner? But I think you gotta look at it. You gotta look at it realistically, right? So yeah. middle school. So like, when I coach middle school, B team, for example. If I really wanted to, I could put the best server out there, and he'll serve 15 aces in a row, and we'll yes. win. But is that but telling me cares? who the best players are? No, it's not. So I get so mad during our B game because our our kids will try to pass, set, hit, and they'll screw it up. They'll fuck up something. They're going to mess something up. And then the parent in the stand will go, just bump it over. I'm like, yeah. why the fuck do you bump it over? Bump it over. Who cares if we bump it over? And refing the game. We as want to pass the set As a rep of those right. middle school yeah. games. Yeah, it's frustrating. We want to rotate. But. As a rep of the middle school games. Oh, the shit. Games. We're going to get buzzed, boys. We're going to go eight hours. No, we got to stop now. We better slow it down. There it is, buzzing. We'll save that for next topic. Winning the B game or the JV yeah, game. Yeah, stupid. stupid. It's just stupid. ridiculous. They don't understand it. Okay, here's my prediction for the Super Bowl. You ready? Well, hold on. Hold on. No, hold I don't want to hold on. No, we're doing that next week. I Let me say the what Super I want to say. <laughs> don't don't jump the gun. You're jumping the gun. Here's my Super Bowl. We cannot predict right now. Good. Because... The break is too long. That's true. If you want me to predict who's going to win if the if the Super Bowl, oh, I just shit. bit my tongue. Jesus. If the Super Bowl was next you week, just had a crack moment. I know I bit my tongue. <laughs> Cincinnati would win, but because it's two weeks from now, yeah. who knows? Ask me next week. Hell yeah! All right, brain. Anything to follow up with that? Wow, so this is my final word. Yeah, yep. this is your final one. That's all I get. That's yep. all I'm getting the rest of the night. That's it. This is all the play. Watch some NCAA basketball. Go Royals. Kansas City Royals. I've moved on. I'm on to the next sport. Hopefully baseball. We didn't talk anything about baseball. And lastly, I want to give another plug. Watch that Pipe Masters over the next few days. You're going to see them amazing. 
amazing stuff. You're going to freak out even if you don't surf. You're going to freak out over the way these guys get into these. It's treacherous, and they're out there doing it. It's amazing. Get out. Watch the Pipe Masters. My tongue really hurts. <laughs> so I, I, I got a I got a uh, lot of shout-outs. So real quick to one of the boys. His name is uh, Sanik. Used to be uh, one of the butt, butt producer guy, butt light. He was always on the scene. He passed away last week. They just buried him today. Uh, so fucking cheers to St. Nick. You know, fucking uh, went to college with this guy. This guy was at every fucking baseball event, whatever. If you guys ever look him up, St. Nick, that's all you got to do. St. Nick, Google him. St. Nick, but wiser Guam, he was fucking, he had cancer. He battled it out. Uh, they uh, they end up uh, burying, burying him uh, this afternoon. Uh, secondly, right, uh, I, I always want to, uh, uh, I, when I, again, with podcasts and everything, this, you can always listen to it and everything like that. So, uh, for the kids and the family, saw it play the game today. I think he fucking scored maybe like half the team's point. I think he was at like 13, 14 points today. Out of thirty some, like uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Steals. But the motherfuckers fouled out so far two fucking games, right? Back to back fouls, right? Yep. Yeah. And then uh, so Minami Chun, right? Minami for UC Davis. She's fucking driving down to uh, San Francisco this weekend. Another fucking road trip playing volleyball. Uh, so you know uh, it's gonna be an interesting week. Uh, the, what I wanted to drop today was the uh, Southeast Asian Games. It's uh, officially kicked off to start off in May. So, you know, hopefully uh, we get some more feedback when we come back next week. I fly out next week to Colorado. Space Force. <laughs> Space Force. Hopefully I can fucking jump on when all the boys fucking jump on. Space Force. <laughs> And call it for Colorado and have my own session in my room again. You know, this time I could get a little bit bow wild. So, hey. Uh, and then finally. Hey, will you get naked? I'm going to get naked because uh, it's going to be a little bit cold. I heard they had a, a frost. But uh, last thing again, I always appreciate you guys fucking putting this together. Fucking sports is the, you know, anytime we talk sports or whatever. Because next week I'm going to hit you guys on fucking. On fucking the sport, the sport world of fucking Hold'em and oh, poker, because you know we we all Hold'em players in here, oh. but we all fucking line bitches because we all want to, we all fail to, we all fail to see who's the real fucking poker fucking champ because you know I don't write fucking checks and hey. split. <laughs> hey, I got a question. Holy shit! Are we gonna talk about the Winter Olympics at all? It's coming up. No, oh, you gotta wait. You gotta wait. You gotta wait. Sports, the uh, Southeast Asian Games is coming up. But when's the Winter Olympics? Is that Winter Olympics? Is that right after the Southeast Asian Games? Okay. Yeah. Coming up. Next I feel week. like we're Next not week. even. Next I think week. we're gonna brush over. It. No, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna hit okay. that because I'm doing research, man. I, I got research. Hell yeah! No, look up Southeast Asian Games, bro. Think about. Think about whoever's in our district, whoever's in our region. You got to worry about that. And and hey, and then you guys got to remember. China. You guys got to remember February tenth. February tenth. Philippines is opening up, and you know, 
one and two is champions of entering the Philippine environment, right? They're beach volleyball, business white guy, right over there. Yeah. By the way, he's talking about Kazu, business white guy, not me. I'm beach volleyball guy. Who knows? I need a longer fucking string. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna mute you guys so I can hear what I'm saying. Because <laughs> you guys are too noisy. No, I'm kidding. So. Again, uh, reflection, as as uh, Neil Mike said, the doctor said, these podcasts are great, you know, ways to memorialize a time, a place, a moment. And, um, you know, as an athlete that's played whatever sports that I've liked over the years, uh, it's very different from playing to coaching. And this week, I learned a few things. Oh, Uh-oh. shit! He's going deep! He's getting dark and deep. And you can mute us, but that shit, we'll figure There's a few things you learn as, as, a, as a sort of a mentor to little, little minds. Number one, they're just kids at the end of the day. They just really are. You know, yes. doesn't matter how, what, what age they are, high school, uh seniors or freshmen they just I want to throw that to that somebody else's kid too as well that's right there you go and they're just kids but they're someone else's kids but they're looking at you for direction and they've heard their coaches their other coaches they've heard their teachers they've heard their parents they've heard their friends but here you are uh, thrusted into their lives as somebody important and they're looking at you for direction. And you provide them simple tasks. You, sim- you provide them simple instructions. Little things that maybe they learned, little things that they maybe knew, they didn't know. But at the end of the day, what the number one thing they're paying attention to is, are you paying attention to them? And I... The one thing I learned to manage this week is that every single child, whether they're very good at what they do or they're just beginning at what they're doing, they look at a coach and say, you must be paying attention to me. You must be watching me. You must be looking at me, despite what their parents' involvement, right? And and you realize as a you realize as a coach, you realize as a coach that you got to speak up. You got to no matter if there's a parent there or a best friend there or this kid thinks he is or she is fucking a gift from God from for this sport that you got to speak up and say, hey. You can do a little better here and do a little better there, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and so, th- yeah, that that's that's the sort of the uh, sort of the insight I have as a rookie coach. And if anybody out there that's listening to our podcast, our little podcast, is a first time coach, it's not little. <laughs> Fucking twelve hundred fifty. Listeners, twelve hundred listeners. Oh, the first one, but not yeah. no, we're fucking moving up, bro. Last week, hey, 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 I'm hoping to fucking push two thousand. Trying to ruin your point. No, no, well, two thousand. 
If anybody out there is a first-time coach or thinking about organizing sports, call me. Just understand, whatever you do is important. So, Cap, Cap, we're every every so little Cap, bit. Cap, if these sorry. guys had a questions for us, Cap, yep. what can they do? Captain. What, what captain? Captain. Captain. So if these guys had a question or they want to spit a comment out or they, they want to get some input, can what what can these guys do to fucking get their voice or what 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 how, how can, can we get, get them? How can they reach us? There you go. Well, they can go to minttalks.com, M-I-N-T-T-A-L-K-S.com, and there'll be a comment section and they can reach this is sports. Umbre. Umbre. And they can ask any any question they want. But if they can't make it to the website, they can always call. What's your phone number, Mike? 671-687-7369. I'll fucking be happy to and give And we you. appreciate bad language. What's your number? Uh, yeah. What's your number? Kramer. Um, 727 Say 671. Uh, <laughs> Six seven one seven two seven four nine nine nine. Call at any time, and you might just get a a blender from Ronco for only nineteen ninety nine. And my number is eight six seven five three zero nine eight six. Is it really? No, that's no, just that's a song, song, man. That's Jenny. I know it's a that's song. Jenny's number. All right, so hey, let's. How can we ask for my number? It's Wait, you fucked want, up. Yeah, put your number out there now. I, why? I can't believe I just did. Six seven one. Four eight six. Hey man, fucking fat Two eight two five. That's not your real number. Yes, it is. I'm down to have a fucking stalker. <laughs> my first stalker. So call me. <laughs> oh my god, I'll stalk. Hey, and uh, to wrap things up, thank you everybody that's listening and downloading and uh, supporting our podcast. And uh, I'm gonna do a quick final fire round to say. Your peace to our listeners. Here we go. Starting from the doctor. Yes. Hey, like I said, hit us up. Fucking can't wait for episode six. Then I'm going to call these motherfuckers up from Colorado. Hopefully Space I'm fucking bars. tank. And then, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump on in when these guys. Because right now, right now, I feel like slush. When I'm fucking, when I'm Shout talking, out, baby. yeah, Shout yeah, out. I'm feeling like slush right now. Shout so out. that's my next fucking caller. We need slush. That's my, that's my. We should have called slush. That's my name. Why can we not call slush? Do not fuck with me. That's why. I, can we extend the show? That's why. Can we extend the show. Yeah. Oh, oh. See, that's right why. Now. So that's what I'm saying right now. Uh, that is my uh, next June, fucking point. Rest in peace. I'm shot calling again right now. I'm gonna win this motherfucking. Yeah. So I shotgun. My party slush to be on the next podcast. Matter of fact, I'm gonna fucking bring oh, the motherfucker shit. here. <laughs> Alright, everybody stay safe. Uh give one more week for the fucking so we can do our fucking Super Bowl uh stipulations and then fucking can't wait to talk to you guys on episode so six, six. Bro. Boom. All right, the brain, you're up. Oh, I just wanna say it's been a great show. And <laughs> The question is, is like, which show, my question for the listeners, and send it in, if you're listening, we want to know what's your favorite show so far? One through five. We're on, we're on number five, right? Give us your shout out. I want to know hey, which, one, which episode was your favorite. 
you know, I mean, this been some good ones. Some long ones. There's only three. I just, I want to know, and I want to, I want to say, focus. Let's focus on some. Let's focus on some NCAA basketball because it's getting down to gritty time. We're in February. March Madness is around the corner, and that's my favorite time of the year. So I'm really focusing in on that, and let's let's everybody. Do a collective prayer that we have baseball this year. All right. There's the format now for our fuck for the new web page. <laughs> Are we all in? No. Yes. Kramer, there he is. Oh shit! Oh, you fucking! Oh, oh my nail! Does oh god damn! God damn! God damn! God damn! God damn! Somebody else take the picture. I, I can't. Holy I can't even shit. see. Wait, 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 wait. Got little crack fucking fingers. Hold on. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This is the one. There, there we go. I, know, I look fat. Ow. I look fat. All right, my turn? it's your turn, coach. It's wasted your turn taking the picture. Fuck you. Now I can have a. Did soft you say talk fuck goal. you? Put me on the slap fight again. You want slap fight one more time? <laughs> I just want to say, first of all, I say this every week. High school and middle school sports have started up. Oh shit! If right. your school allows it, go and support those kids. They need the support. Make it as normal as possible for them. I know some schools aren't allowing uh, fans to come in, but they're still allowing sports. So let's keep that going. Everybody do your job to make this continue. And I love this podcast. I love you guys. I'm going to cry in a second. But, uh, no, this is a lot of fun. I appreciate being here. And, yeah. Tune in next week. I'll have standings for all the all the middle school and high school sports. That's all right. What we need. So, shoot. Turning over to the captain. All right. So my ending here is pretty simple. I've talked about this all night. I think that uh, if you can and if you have the ability, go and volunteer and be a coach because it's uh, fulfilling. Number one for yourself, but for the kids that receive your mentorship. You know, there's only some. There's only so much that your the parents can do. There's so much that uncles and aunties can do. A, a complete stranger that's that the kids call coach can have a meaningful, lifelong influence in their lives. And that's all I got to say. And outside of that, how crazy would it be if the Raiders? Hire two Patriots ah, and a third one. Holy shit. And with that, I think we're going to go to. And you have been listening to this. Is Sports. Hombre. Hombre. Yeah, to be. That's a wrap, everybody. See you next week.